good to be back. Yeah, I've kind of got over that cold. Yeah, nasty business. Yeah, didn't sound like myself or anything for a long time. Okay. All right, here we are. Ah, a lovely, luxuriously well-appointed FTH Radio Studios. All right, let's go ahead and get the keys out of here. Lock the door. Hey. What is this? Well, the door, but it won't unlock. Somebody change the locks? Ed? Ed? You in there? Phone, it's V, let me in. Who is it? Ed, it's V, let me in. Who? My key won't work. There's no one here for that name. No, Ed, it's V. I can hear you in there. I know it's you. No, no, we don't want any thanks. Wait a minute, come on, let me in. I mean, what, I missed one show and you changed the locks? What? Yeah, come on, Ed, let me in. Who? Ed, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You from the back room of a tavern Is that the dwarf? The you got the dwarf in there? Ford. That's my song. You from the ground. What's your dwarf? Angry, your host, what, angry dwarf? Angry. Come out here, dwarf. I'll show you angry. Let me show you angry cow. Come here. Let me in. Well, of course I'm Big V. Listen, move! Right. Episode okay. 17. What? Okay, ep- episode 17. Right. Right, what okay. What should I talk about in the second half of the show? You have got to be kidding me. Episode 17? What was that, like nine months ago? Well, if you were really Big V, you would know the answer. No, I wouldn't. Big V doesn't even listen to the show. Come on! What email? Okay. Did you read out on episode four, the third email you read? Who was it from? Oh, uh, so. What was it, Cor- was it Corlina? What was it, Corlina? Did she write in? Let's see. Um, wh- uh, wait a minute. Was I even reading? Was I even reading emails in episode four? That's uh, irrelevant. Can, can, That's just, irrelevant. Let me, just let me in. Just let me in. Remember? No, no, you can't. Re- you know what? All right, fine. I'll give you an easy one. How about this? What's the name of the show? Oh, yeah, that's nothing. It's... Welcome to For the Board Radio, episode 30. We have achieved a land mount. Yes, we have. First, you know, first it became level 10. We we got a, a pet. Level 20, we got Ghost Wolf form. And now, under the new system, we have attained a, a very slow, but beats running land mount. And thank you very much for downloading and listening to the show. There are many things I could talk about, but we're going to talk about what's been going on because, well, I can't really think of much else to talk about. And it has, and, and, well, because here's why. Here, Here's the reason. Anti-Ed has actually completed an achievement. Let me rephrase. I have completed several achievements. They just happen, don't they? Aren't they awesome when they just like, you're just cruising along and something happens and dink, you see a little achievement thing go up. You're like, what? My favorite is when you see it and go, what the hell is that now? 
what was that? So, yes, I have gotten treatment. Let me rephrase. I have gotten, I have completed a world event achievement. I have obtained, yes, the title of Elder. Elder Anti-Ed. See, now I have the title to go along with the rocking chair. So there is no more of this hey, grumpy old troll. Yeah, I have the title now, Elder. Uh-huh. Sitting there and say, back in my day, yes. There's a couple of stories that we could tell you about the Elder title. So we'll, we'll go there. We'll just talk about this because it is the Lunar Festival. That has been going on. And I actually think this is a long event for Blizz. I'm really, and you know what? It takes like three weeks for me to do one of these. I wish uh, some of the others were, were kind of like this, but no, because the next one is is Love Day or whatever the heck, the Valentine's Day one that's coming up, which actually begins while Lunar Festival is still going on. How bizarre. This has gone on for like three weeks, which to me is cool. Gives me time to do it. Because let me tell you, these elders, they want to sit there and wonder why no one visits them. They have to wonder about this. Good God, have you seen where, like, most of them are? Up on mountaintops and out on desert islands and, you know, on the moon and stuff? What? Well, no wonder nobody visits you. Yeah, Yahoo? What's the worst? I'm trying to think of the worst. And I have to say, and it's probably because I don't think anyone likes this particular area. Uh, Ashara? Ashara? Something like that. One of those A things. Uh, but if you're, if you're in Orgamar, it's right up there, right by Ashenvale. I think it's Ashara. Yeah. I think so. But anyway, no one likes this region. And I really don't like where this elder planted himself. Like, oh, good God, it took us 45 minutes to find this guy. It was ridiculous. And this was from, and somebody was leading us who actually found him already. And she got lost again trying to find him because they're not that easy to find. Once, once they hide themselves, they want to sit there and say, thank you for remembering me. Thank you for visiting. Yeah, small wonder. And I want to know. What do they have FedEx come out to them? Do they have FedEx come out to them? How are they able to mail all that they mail to you? Is this Blizzard's revenge? Is this their revenge on what spam the players? Is that it? And here's the real I think the the, the real kick in the teeth out of all of this is you get your coins. Your coins of ancestry. Ooh. I saved mine. I saved up all of mine. I went, ooh. Yeah, I'm not gonna spend them till I get every last freaking elder out there. And I did. I saved them all, and I went out to to the party and place out in Moonglade, and I went up to the elf, and I went, "Hey, how you doing? Look at all my coins. Oh yes, nothing is denied me. What do you have?" And he says to me, "Uh, well, we have the fake mustache." or the novelty-sized comb to comb the fake mustache with, or jacks. Jacks are big. He had squat. What do they have? They got some little... They, they have outfits. I cleaned them out of outfits. I figured, well, why not? I might as well look good every day of the week. You know, how many fireworks can you have? Not to mention, well, you have a bunch of fireworks. Unless you buy the thing from an engineer, you ain't shooting them off. And that's it. And they got the stupid little dinky, you know, whatever food item will restore, you know, 1% health every 10 weeks. And that was it. I was kind of, I mean, I had done this, so, but I don't remember what they have. And I never, I never visited all the altars before. There was no need. It was get the stupid coins and you buy them. And, eh, what do I care? You know, 
who cares? I just do the quest and then, and that's it. But no, I actually did it, and this was your reward. Jack, unless you're an engineer or a tailor, then at least you can get recipes. I am neither. Totally bummed about that. I thought there would be like a big thing. No, nothing. You got, you got squat. So, so now I got all these like coins. I don't know what to do with. It's like, well, how many dresses can I buy? How many pantsuits and how many packages of fireworks can I buy here? Especially when I can't launch them. Hmm. So I'm a little stuck on what to do with my coins. Save them for next year. Why? They're not going to improve. <laughs> it's not like they're going to get a new art. But they might. Doubt it. If they were going to ever do it, it would have been this year when they had the achievement kind of driving folks along. We did do the achievement. The a lot of us. Uh, went out we actually made a day of it or rather an evening of going to the northern dungeons though those of you who have who have completed this know one of those little buggers has to be on heroic Ew. and i don't like that because it did leave a lot of folks out of the loop on this one because the northern dungeons you can only do so many most of them are higher level and then that one epic uh, epic heroic one they have to do so here we go in <laughs> to do the heroic and we were very proud we took down ourselves a heroic boss we were so proud we we kicked his butt we kicked it so that was fun doing all these but we made but it was uh quite a feat because i think like a lot of people nobody like does anyone like their healer i know people roll them but does anyone actually like the character some do and as you know i have a paladin who is a is somewhat of a healer at the moment he's kind of in this uh, hybrid mode as he levels still which will take uh, forever but anyway so our healer we kept on because it's like he, he didn't care that his healer got anything. It's like, no, 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 my main. I want my main, who's a hunter. I want them to get the achievement. So what we kept doing was swapping out characters. And okay, who heals? And all right, swap this out so you can come in and grab the elder while, you know, the dungeon is clear and everything. So there was a lot of... It was a long night, let me tell you. But we got it done. But the other fun thing, of course, was the uh, run-through alliance territory. That was fun. Which is going to bring me up to Omen in a second. But uh, yeah, we went through and did the alliance as, you know, a pack. And uh, I will say it wasn't too bad. I uh, got all the way to Ironforge. We got all the way to Ironforge. I mean, because first we hit the Night Elf areas. We did all kind of the, the Night Elf, and then we ran for the docks. Well, here was the funny thing. In leading us, leading the pack, <laughs> leading us was our uh, insane bot mage, who, as you <laughs> may or may not know, is our or was our insane bot priest. She has since turned to our insane bot mage. And she was leading us through this because... She had done it, or she knew at least where to go, because God knows I didn't. I don't do anything in Alliance territory. I don't know where things are. So we go running through, what is it, Darnassus, the little grammar school night LP thing, and you're going to run down the docks. And here's what she tells us, because she, she's like, look, big, the most important thing to remember is keep moving, don't dismount. Whatever you do, do not dismount. Just keep moving, grab your elder, and keep going. Whatever you do, do not get up from out. Okay. Fair enough. I, I can handle that. And I did ask her, I said, what happens if you get knocked off your mount? She says, it won't happen if you keep moving. I went, okay, fair enough. So here we go. We're charging down the docks. We get the one elder that's like under the, under the boardwalk. Yeah, we got him. And we go charging, you know, 
through <laughs> through the inn, like, pardon us, don't mind us, excuse me, we just gotta catch a boat. And we all charge through that, we're down the docks, and of course all the NPCs are chasing us like crazy. Most of the players there are like wee small, you know, little level 20s looking at us going, you just go, that's fine. So we go charging down the docks, and we turn the corner, whatever, at the dock, and we're waiting for the boat. And now, of course, we're all mounted, and we get to the end, and of course there's still a pack of NPCs coming after us. So all of us are staying mounted, and the insane bot mage gets off her mount and does magey things and ends up taking down all the NPCs because they're not that big there. And she, of course, looks at all of us and says, thanks a lot for the help. And I had to remind her, I said, hey, you said don't get off the mount. You were the one who said stay on the mount. Well, we stayed on the mount. And why did you? You didn't need our help anyway. What's the big deal? So we did all right there. Uh, once we got into heavy Night Elf capital. And let me just say for the record here. I need to say this. I know I had brought this up. Some of you may be tired of hearing it. And if you are, well, you're going to be tired of it again. Can I just say, good lord, does Blizzard not bury the Alliance cities to make them extremely difficult to access to Horde? Versus the Horde cities seemingly easier to get to. Just my opinion on that. However. I digress. I'm just pointing that out. Having had to actually go into these Alliance cities myself, I am, I, I, I had said it in the past, but this just confirmed it all the more. I went, yeah, these are not easy to get to. They make them very fortified. One entrance in, one way out, same way you left. So we do the Night Elf, which is buried. The Night Elf lays, you know, buried under teleports and docks and got on, out on its own little freaking realm in space somewhere. And somewhere in the galaxy is the Night Elf place. And we go charging through and just trying to get out because apparently her method was, you know, we're going to go, we're going to do the, the subtown first, and then we're going to come back and we'll go through and we'll grab the other one. Who's freaking way by the damn uh if you did it you know they're by the the mount sellers like oh joy those are always high level npcs hanging out there so we do it we had a hard time getting out uh we, we lost a few people there was uh, some orc tagging along with us he wasn't in our group but he was just kind of following us apparently after the same thing he had a motorcycle though so i don't like him very much because he was able to afford one so i don't like him uh <laughs> But anyway, so he was grouped along with us. So we go, we hit the, the night out place, we come back. Okay, we're going to go do Stormwind. Also, freaking one way in, one way out. The entrance is wall to wall with guards. Yeah, we go charging in. I am lost. I am so lost. You know, the minute you turn the corner, I'm like, where? <laughs> I don't know this place. So I'm trying desperately to keep like the rest of the pack in view. We managed to get to wherever the heck uh, three of us made it. We, we lost two on the way and no offense, but it was like, I ain't stopping. Noble, stop and defend your, uh-uh. You're on your own. I, if I lose them, I am screwed because I have no idea where the hell I am. So, of course, we're aggroing everything, and don't they just bury it in a, in a cave somewhere in there? So we go in. I keep them in sight. We finally find them. I of, co of course, and waiting by a, the Elder or a pack of 80s waiting for people just such as us who want to try for the Elder. They're just waiting there. So you have NPCs and players. Oh, goody. So we, we, I made it. I, didn't, I was killed. 
uh, just before that, but when I came back, somebody else had come and was being and had like pulled all the NPCs, so I grabbed the elder. Uh, and then it became the joy of trying to find my way from there to the tram to get to Iron Forge. This took a few tries, and let me tell you. The graveyard? The graveyard? What happened to this we're adding 80 new graveyards bowl? Excuse me? What? I don't know where. Or maybe they're just not accessible to Horde, but good God. Because when uh, we were killed quite a few times in Stormwind, and let me tell you, that graveyard is nowhere freaking near where Stormwind is. Holy crud. Oh my God. See, this is why I don't do PvP. Some people like this. I don't. This was a huge hassle, and I swear, had it not been for our lovely, insane bot mage, I never would have done this. And of course, everyone else who came along, because it made it a lot of fun. I mean, we were having, a, we were laughing at it. Because what else can you do? You know you're going to get your butt creamed. But otherwise, no way would I have done this. Not in a million years, no! <laughs> so we finally get through the, the thing to get on the tram, we get to Iron Forge, and we find it, and again, I'm lost, and we finally get to, the, and just as I'm about, and I couldn't find the guy, he's so buried under players, you know, Alliance players, and he's in that pit, and NPCs and everything, and plus you're panicked. Well, I was a little panicked, it's like, you know, run, run! So I go running, trying to get to him, and I can't find him. There, I, it's like, where is this exclamation point? I see it on my mini-map. Where is he? And I couldn't see him because he was freaking buried under players. And I'm standing on top of him, and I click him, and just before I'm about to click complete quest, I get killed. I get dismounted and killed. Yes, I was upset. Come running back. And then I had to time my resurrection just right, because, of course, that seemed to be the time where every level 80... Now, from what I've heard, as an aside, people don't go to Ironforge anymore, but they were there for me because every level 80 on the Alliance side on my server showed up just when I'm sitting there getting ready to, like, you know, resurrect now. Wait, wait, not yet, not yet. Okay, I'm going to wait. Okay, he's gone. Okay, resurrect. Uh, oh, shoot, not yet. Okay. So finally, I find the window of resurrection and I grab the quest. And of course, I grab the quest just in time, and then, of course, I'm killed. I am brutally slaughtered, <laughs> uh, but I got the quest and I got the achievement. So that was uh, an exciting thing. It made me kind of look back and go, yeah, this is why I don't do PvP. I know there's tons of great armor and cool things you can get in, just not my speed. I knew, knew. Although, you know, some people say you, you learn to like it, and I did do a lot of the Battlegrounds. Back in my day, I'm an elder. Look over my head, see the title? I can say it. Back in my day, I did because this was back in the day. Think back, old timers, all you other elders out there, think back to when you had to maintain your PvP level in order to maintain that title in order to visit Secret Hall of Stuff. Remember that? Remember when the ranks mattered? So, and if you missed PvP, like a week, because they would do it every week, they would calculate how many, you know, what you did in honor kills and how whatever and compare it to like everyone else on your server. And based on that, you would go up or here's the real kick in the teeth, you'd go down because you didn't do as much as X number of players. Yeah. So you had to definitely keep up with your PvP. And at that point, yes, I did because I wanted the stuff. And once that system went away, there went that because there was no need to. 
It was like, oh, thank God, I don't have to keep this up. Phew. Anywho, I told you I was going to tell you about Omen. And before we end my, my segment here, my, my opening segment, I will tell you the story of Omen. For those who do not know, Omen is a quest you get for this lunar festival. It says raid next to it. It's a lie. It probably used to be, well, yes and no. You need the raid amount of people, 40 for him, still. But even if you're in a fight, even if you're single, even if you're just out by yourself and participating in the Omen event, you will get credit for this. So for that, kudos, Blizz. Thank you. If they changed it or whatever, good. Because let's face it, the day of the 40-man raid is, is pretty much dead. Now it's the 25-man. You know, now is the 25-man the raid. The 40-man raids, you don't see those anymore. Those really, really big raiding groups, no. So here's what happened. Because two, Insane Bob Priest and another one of our lovely hunters, both had gotten the quest by soloing and just tagging along. And this was like opening or second day of the, the festival. You know, tagging along and while Omen was out and there's a whole other bunch of people attacking him, they just kind of joined in the fray and once it was done, they were able to get the light of a loon. So they said, yes, it's do you know, you can do it, but do it now. Do it while everyone else needs to still do it. Because if you wait, because I was saying, eh, I'll do it later, I'll do it, you know, tomorrow, I'll do it next week. They said, no, 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 if you wait, you're just, there's just not going to be enough people anymore. Everyone will have done it, and that'll be it. Do it now. So after our wonderful alliance rampage, we go, our little group goes to take on omen and sure enough as soon as we come charging down the road where it's like well let's go see if anyone summoned him if he's out if he's not out and as soon as we come down the road someone had just summoned omen just and now of course there are horde and there are alliance and for the first 20 percent of omen's health things were very 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 touch and go i never died so much before in my life in any kind of fight like this because omen does omen is a big fish kind of die and you have to summon him and bring him down fine and the problem was i think whoever summoned him didn't have this very well thought out for my the first thing they tried to do was kite him they were trying to kite him back to the the uh, was it night haven or whatever it's like you can't kite him blizz is on to that trick guys you get him almost to the door and then he vanishes and he comes back idiots so that was their brilliant move, apparently, was to kite him all the way there. It doesn't work. He won't follow you all the way in. Bliss is on to you. Second, there was no, like, real tank. Try there was, like, no one really tanking him. He so Omen is zigzagging. Once again, let us coming back to, we have talked about this long in the past, Elder, look at the title, Elder, that, um, how valuable tanks are because tanks keep your target still. They keep your tar their target on them so that everyone else can have their fun and DPS the thing. No, since we had no nobody really stepping up on the tanking job, Omen is having a field day. Omen is just waddling his Omen butt around, killing everybody. So it was very, very touch and go there. For the first 20%, so from 100 down to 80%, we died a whole hell of a lot, and it was very discombobulated and very unorganized. But then it finally came together. It finally, we got ourselves a tank in there, undead, horde, yes, who had himself a shaman, and the shaman's healing him. I don't even know if they were in the gr same group together. I don't know. But we had, we had established, you know, the basics for any run, which is main tank, main healer, on tank. And then at once the tank got aggro and had it stabbed, then we started unloading DPS on the thing. 
And that's when Omen started to really go down quickly. Because that first, you know, 20%, it was like, you know, half hour of this. Omen comes, kicks your butt, you die, you res, you come back, you die again. I mean, this was the pattern for a while. So finally, finally, it's coming together. We're, and it's, it's Horde and Alliance in this group. And nobody's looking at each other. Nobody's, you know, noticing faction. We're just all working towards a goal. We're all taking down a, a common enemy together as as one. And Omen goes down. Yes, Omen goes down. Finally, after a very long, intense battle, he is brought down by this group effort of many, many people. From various guilds and and various fa and then the two factions. It was a sight, and everyone stands and gets their light of a loom blessing placed upon it. And and horde look at alliance, and alliance look at horde, and we went after each other and tore each other's throats out in a display that would have made Omen crawl back into the water, cowering in fear. It was literally about a one second pause i kid you not it was a one second pause from the time omen went down you got your quest and the clash between the two factions was instantaneous the reason for this very instant clash was because remember i said the first 20 percent how rough it was going you kind of want to know why i left that part out want to know why it was going so bad because there was a death knight human death knight named in the original format of names on the alliance named death slayer who was flagged and who deliberately as you're trying to fight this and most people are doing aoe's would stand in the aoe so that the person aoeing would get flagged and then go and kill them including the healer yes including any death knight who tried to step up and tank anyone trying to like work and get this guy down no this death knight had a plan and it was to ruin it for apparently both sides his job was to go around and flag get people flagged and then run up and kill them while they're trying to fight this boss that was what prompted the mass clash of factions the second target was down and of course alliance just see you know horde because you knew it you knew that because i was i was pissed i was mad watching this with this little punk seeing what he was doing while we're trying to take this boss down he didn't help with the fight no no i'm watching him run around and i'm gnashing my teeth so let me tell you the minute yeah even andy ed who hates pvp went looking for this guy and out of principle just killed any other flagged alliance there and of course alliance just chime in because it's like hey it's pvp let's go so the the just it was less than a second seriously less than a second from the time omen hit the ground to this run at each other you know chewing on each other's shin bone it was mass battle <laughs> it was just mass battle of, of, of factions going on so the harmony was shattered because of a death knight named death slayer but anyway it was still quite a sight to see i really wish there was a way to convey this video but sadly i i don't videotape but anywho so lunar festival cool stuff gonna be coming up on our valentine's day that looks interesting 
The achievements on that sucker look very interesting. I don't think I'm getting... I don't think I'm finishing that one. And on that note, we are going to bring you to, yes, our first music break. Because, uh, that's what we do. Code monkey, get up, get coffee. Code monkey, go to job. Code monkey, have boring meeting. With boring manager, Rob. Rob say, code monkey, very diligent. But his output stink. His code not functional or elegant. What do Code Monkey think? Code Monkey think maybe manager wanna write goddamn login page himself. Code Monkey not say it out loud. Code Monkey not crazy, just proud. Code Monkey like Fritos. Code Monkey like Tabs Mountain Dew. Code Monkey very simple math with big warm fuzzy secret heart. Code monkey like you Code monkey like you Code monkey hang around at front desk Till your sweater look nice Code monkey offer buy you soda Bring you cup, bring you ice You say no thank you for the soda Cause soda make you fat Anyway, you busy with the telephone, no time for chat. Code Monkey have long walk back to cubicle. He sit down, pretend to work. Code Monkey not thinking so straight. Code Monkey not feeling so great. Code Monkey like Fritos. Code Monkey like Tab and Mountain Dew. Code Monkey very simple man. Big, warm, fuzzy secret heart. Code monkey like you Code monkey like you Lots Code monkey have every reason To get out this place Code monkey just keep on working See yourself pretty face Take bath, take nap This job fulfilling in creative way Such a load of crap Code Monkey thinks someday he have everything Even pretty girl like you Code Monkey just waiting for now Code Monkey says someday Somehow Code Monkey like Fritos Code Monkey like Tab and Mountain Dew Code Monkey very simple man Big, warm, fuzzy, secret heart Code monkey like you Code monkey like you Coming to you from high atop the flight point over that livestock pavilion known as Thunder Bluff, it's The View from the Barn with your host, Big V. Big V. Big V. So, you know, the really big question, you know, before me here, and, uh, hey, just uh, thanks to everybody who uh, helped out uh, in uh, absence. Good stuff. Shh, nobody knows. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, it was, oh, it was me. Really, it was me. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so, you know, here's the big question. 
uh, really is uh, if you've been out of the game for, you know, anywhere from four to five weeks, how the hell do you do a podcast? Hmm. Well, <laughs> it becomes a bit of a challenge. Well, yeah, it you, does. You, well we can do There's a podcast a... about, you know, cookery or something. Nah, you yell at me when I do professions. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're going to say, what, with the fishing again? Again no. with the professions, with the what, mining. What, what, again with the mining and the blacksmithing? What, are, what is this? What, what do you do to me? <laughs> you know, what, they've heard this all before. This is nothing new. You're jumping the elite boss. <laughs> you are jumping Onyxia. That is what you do now. You have no material, you jump Onyxia. So what do you do? You punt back to professions. Tired, tired, tired. Nobody gives a damn. No, they don't. Nobody, nobody wants to hear about the mining. Nobody wants to hear you come with your cute little ting, 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 ting. Nobody wants to hear about the node that got ganked. Nobody wants to hear about the fact that, you know, you pissed away your herbalism to do engineering then blacksmithing. You are an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) You are an idiot and everyone knows it. Let us talk about it no further. So, we will speak of your foolishness no further. No, we will not speak (laughs) no more of cow foolishness. (laughs) There is bovine foolishness. We will not be discussing it anymore. It is done. We'll say good day to you, foolish cow. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, all right. You know, all that said, I have been r- running around out of the Borean Tundra a little bit. Um, Howland Fjord, you know, well, everybody else in my guild is like programming in game right now, um, <laughs> except the cow. You know, I'm, uh, everybody's talking about patch nodes. And hey, what about that last patch? <laughs> There was a patch? I, there was, <laughs> and it's different than the other one? I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm totally lost in the game right now. It's unreal. I've, I've never seen anything quite like it. I mean, it's never been this bad. Borean Tundra, I think I was talking about. Yes, anyway, you were. yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, I tried Howling Fjord, but it was almost a little too evil. I mean, I really didn't feel like shilling for the undead. No? No, no not so much, because... You know, you expect the undead in Undercity. You expect them in Tears Fall. You expect them in Brill. And really, anywhere outside of that, just, it's a little creepy. <laughs> I mean, it's, I know it's a little, well, it's a little creepy for one. And it's like seeing Bigfoot. You're you're kind of surprised that they're there because you don't. I mean, okay. they don't fit anywhere else. I mean, you, okay, somebody else running through Tears Fall Glades. Yeah, you see a blood elf. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, he's just trying to get his undead rep so he can get a bone horse. You don't so much see the undead trying to get the peacock mounts. No, they do you don't everything see, you don't, you don't, Yeah, you don't see the undead running around you know, the Blood Elf lands. I mean, now, maybe in Ghostlands, that kind of works. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, not so much. I mean, yeah. So, you get all these creepy-looking structures out there, and then you get the battle raging... You know, across the thing where you can just walk around and, you know, aggro a swarm of bees. It's great. <laughs> yeah. So, but, you know, the tundra. You know, I went from Borean Tundra to Howland Fjord, back to Borean Tundra. Which, not, it takes you a while to do that because, you know, Lord knows, you can't have two Zeppelins going to the same place from the same place. 
No, that would make perfect sense. No, we can't no, have so, that. No, you know, so you gotta go to org, you gotta go to UC. Both, I'm like... <sighs> and you can't even do a flight path because you don't have any of the in-between flight paths to bounce off of. Exactly! Yep. So, anyway, now I'm at, now I'm at the Borean Tundra, I'm running around, and I found out that Blizzard's got this propensity for... I don't know what it is. They have a propensity for swine. Have you noticed this? Okay, swine and dogs. I haven't seen the dogs out in the uh, out of Northrend yet, but pigs? Dear Lord, there's pigs everywhere, and they're just not any pigs. They're like deranged, mutant, rabid pigs. Yes, yes, they are. They're they're evil pigs. They're very evil. I mean, I thought those things out in Hellfire were bad. Uh. Uh-uh. Those things were house pets. <laughs> you run around in Boring Tundra? You know, it's that... Ah, hell, I don't even know what the name of the place is, but what's out there? There are pigs and big scary things that aggro. Seriously, I mean, like, it's not like you can even walk past the road. It's like, nope, here we come. You're running around out there. You can't not aggro something. You go out there... I mean, okay, first thing. All right, well, pigs... Yeah, they're the pigs. But to get to the pigs, you've got to get through the spiders. <laughs> now, if we'll refer back to the days of UC Horde, yes. remember me talking about the scary spider cave? <laughs> yes. Okay, now we have the scary spider ditch. And it's not so much that it's an end point. You've got to get across the thing and climb up the other side on these wee small little gymnast planks. And there's a, a spider at every right. landing. There is. And you could try to drive your Kodo up the top of it, but you're just going to get caught over in the side. Then you're going to have to run, and then you're going to have to, you know, get eaten by a spider again. And let's face it, you're level 70 in Warsong Hole. You're going to die. And not just once. I know. That's true. And the guards don't help you much, i got to tell you. No, they do not. They don't. You could, I mean, Seriously, you could you know, run a conga line of spiders and <laughs> you know, swines and swine and those little you know, digging bastards you see out in Thousand Needles, those guys. I mean, you could run a whole conga line of those through Warsong, pass them, you know, overlord Sourfang, and they'd just look at you, you know, run, oh, well, that's something you don't see every day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, look, it's a cow with his hair on fire running away from spiders, pigs, and big walking guinea pigs. And then he looks back and says, so, chili dogs tonight? No, I don't think so. So, yeah. Yeah, it's just the strangest thing. And, you know, you don't know. I I don't know where anything is. If thought helps, kind of. A little thought. Oh, thought. Thought, bot. Thought, bot. Sorry, I I thought you said fight, and I was confused. No, no, because that's what I'm doing, trying to get out of Warsong Hold. (laughs) I mean, you know, across, you know, the ditch of death, you know. (laughs) Yeah. In this brand new world of, um, you know, the expansion and et cetera, I'm looking at gear going, well, I've almost got to the defense cap last in the Burning Crusade. So, how's that stacking up against this? I don't know. I mean, seriously, I got a whole bank full of gear that I don't even know what to do with. Because I'm seeing, oh, crit rating, haste, you know, this, that, the other. And I'm like, does it have any defense on it? I've got a whole yes. closet full of gear and nothing to wear. Nothing. Uh, Not even a festive pantsuit. I know. Aww. Got a spiffy looking tabard though, let me tell you. <laughs> Nothing better than a naked cow in a tabard. 
No, I think there's a lot better than that, but the list. Free, just, okay, free your mind. Free your mind. Just, it's, <laughs> no, we just couldn't go that free, I'm sorry. Yeah, move, big boy, move. Move, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I don't know how to, I don't know how to gear up. Everything I see has got intel or crit or haste or... Well, crit yeah. I don't think is bad. Haste just speeds up your attack. I find it to be one of these, like, craftacular things they've thrown in. Yeah. It's like, oh, we got to throw something in. Eh, put something called haste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, haste. Here, let me hastily run back from the spirit healer. That'll be great. <laughs> there was a time when you'd get out to, like, the Isle of Kildanus. Or the kill of Aldonis, whatever it was, right. um, where you did the dailies, the slow, tedious, boring, major gold netting dailies, and you know, as a warrior, you could take them. And okay, then the new specs came out, and you had that whole, you know, stomp thingy that caused a minor earthquake in front of you. I mean, those crack fiends, those mana crack fiends, just fallen. Right in front of me, it's just like you farted on them, and boom, there they go. They're down. That doesn't work out in Northrend. You actually got to know how to play again. Damn it. Seriously, what the hell are these developers thinking? Northrend is a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, uh, Burning Crusade, I was hip on because, well, it was Burning Crusade. I mean, it was my first expansion. I mean, I'd never done that before. But, um, I'll be honest with you, I don't want to go through Burning Crusade again. No. At all, I mean, nope. it's really, it's really made me rethink the match. Honestly, I mean, <laughs> I've, I mean, because <laughs> you know, I got a death knot floating around out there. I, I just parked him at, uh, at an hellfire, at the inn there, wherever yeah. the hell it is. Yeah, I know what you mean, because that's where the rogue is, and <laughs> yeah. has been for quite some time. Yeah, it's parked. He's parked right there, and I'm not really sure what I want to do with him, because pretty soon he's going to have to take all of his cool black death armor and put on, like, the Halloween costume. You know, he's going to wear, you know, the he's going to wear the clown shoes, you know, the clown shoes of haste, and, you know, he's going to equip the squirting flower trinket. That's what it's going to be, you know. The and the mining crappy, helmet. Hey, now that mining helmet kicked ass. I wore the mining helmet for a long time, and it was awesome. Oh, memories. Anyway. Uh, good, uh, <laughs> good times, good times. No, they weren't. They sucked. Yeah, they sucked. Uh, it was uh, Outlands. Yeah. It was dreadful. It was horrible. It was sucked the life out of you. So, really, I mean, the whole Outland thing, the whole Burning Crusade gestalt, that's the cure for Altitis right there. When they're <laughs> Nope. We have found the cure. Boom. There it is. And it is Outland. <laughs> and it is Outland. I mean, you know, we have found the cure for all Titus, and it is Outland. Because um, you really got to be committed to get through all that stuff. Again. I mean, again. And then I'm like, okay, well, do I want to just park the cow? I'll just park him. And then power the mage through all this, and then just have to do it once. I don't know. I mean, what's the answer to that? I mean, how much time do I want to spend leveling the alts? Well, the good news is it's not as bad as it used to be. Still pretty freaking bad. The it's Outland. It's Outlands, but Two it words, goes... Willing blood. <laughs> it goes a lot faster. Uh, I know a lot of people now who have 
no names will be mentioned, but who have leveled <coughs> through Outlands uh, for the year of their umpteenth time, and haven't even seen, like, didn't even get out to Blade's Edge. You know, kind of like stopped at Nagrad just by the time they ding 70. Really? So how how is it? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say who, but <laughs> uh, but yeah, it goes a lot faster because they lowered the XP, thank God, so that it's not nearly as bad as it used to be. And it just, you, by the time you, if you like, you know, complete the areas and even skip some, you know, by the time you're at Nagrad, you're done. You know, you don't see the Blade's Edge. You don't see Area 52 or whatever the other one was. Shadow Valley, oh God. You know, those were two that I never spent a whole, whole lot of time in. Shadow Moon and uh, Blade's Edge. That really just never hung out there. Got to Area 52, hit 70, and went straight to the owl. <laughs> and said, here I am, I'm doing it. See, now set, my, have... set my hearth in Nagrand and, um, you know, went to the owl. Apparently in chat now, all you see are uh, death knots. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, it's pretty, it's it's a ghost town, no pun intended. Nope. Nope. Now the new hotspot is... Uh... Dalaran. Thank you. I couldn't. I was thinking Kara. I'm like, no, that's an instance. That's not it. No, Dalaran. Yeah. That's your new hub. Although, you know, Dalaran sounds like it's going to be really cool. I mean, I mean, hell, I'll never see it, but, you know, <laughs> it'll be pretty nifty one of these days. You got to get to um, 74. 74? Hell, I can't even get 71. Every kid. <laughs> All those freaking spatters. Damn pigs. Did you drive a tank yet? Yeah, I drove a tank. That was pretty cool. <laughs> now, see? You drove a tank. Yeah, that was kind of neat. Uh, that was and, cool. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I had two... I, I think I had a Tauren, uh, an Orc, and a Blood Elf riding with me. Riding shotgun. That was pretty spiffo. Okay, you, I mean, you're talking about that quest, right? Right, where you gotta go... Yeah, you gotta yeah. go mope everything down. Oh, that's awesome, yeah. And you, yeah. Have to, you get to see Kel'Thuzad. That big lich guy in the center of the board. Oh, really? How could you have missed him? Who's he again? He played Warcraft 3. He was a... Yeah, I've gotten to the to the Orc campaign. We just met the Tauren. Okay. <laughs> By the way, yeah. if you click the Tauren in that, they say some really fun things, man. Okay. Give me, a, give me an, an example because I really don't want to play the rest of it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I got to come up with, you know, the email that I read in episode four. Yes. Get back in the door. I protest. And moo. so you moo. <laughs> the moo of protest. That's right. Moo. Unlike <laughs> <laughs> the moo of constipation, it is the moo of protest. <laughs> Don't make me do the moo of constipation. Oh. <laughs> moo. I think you answered your own question of what do you talk about when you have a minute game for five to six weeks. Yeah. I think you just yeah. answered it right there. Yeah. There, there you go. Um, I'll tell you, scraping the bottom of the barrel here, folks. Gotta, you know, I just apologize early. Yeah. View from the barn, suitable for uh, lion and bird cages. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, I got nothing. Yeah. Yeah, we got nothing. We, we got nothing. But because I ain't got crap. I got an itch. <laughs> yeah, there's an itch. Maybe some thirst. Yeah. Oh, some thirst. An itch. A little headache. 
Yeah. <laughs> Last show, I put out the call to any and all guild leaders who had a guild of eh, 10 plus people. Any kind of guild, any kind of anything. And I said, hey, I want to talk to you. And I meant it. I did mean it. And someone has responded. Brave soul. So I have for you now, I'm very proud to say I have for you now, the first, which I hope are of many guild interviews, because I think this is just too cool and uh, very informative. So without further ado, I bring you... I am Precaution of the Imaginary Vultures Guild. Um, we're a five-man heroic, ten-man raiding guild, but at the rate we're recruiting, I think we might be 25 men soon. It's pretty cool. That is very cool. <laughs> yeah. And you are on Etrig, right? Etrig, the server that is dead. <laughs> it's a dead server? <laughs> Basically, all our big raiding guilds transferred off, so there's one or two horde side raiding guilds, but besides that, it's pretty chill, so it's it's cool, though. Got a bunch of 10 man guilds, so I get a big pug every Wednesday and. We have fun. Very cool. What type of guild is... So it's a raiding guild, obviously. Raiding, casual, whatever we do on the nights when some of our members have had too much to drink, you know. <laughs> now, how many members, you say you're five-man, ten-man raiding, um, how many actual guild members do you have? Ooh, I can wait. I can type in slash G info, can't I? I was told this. Okay, we have 50 players on 27 accounts. That so, works. so they're not over. You're not overwrought with alts. No, not not really. I mean, we're actually since I started these big Wednesday twenty-five mans, we're actually recruiting at a good good rate. It's pretty cool. Getting a lot of people who have gotten some good gear of our twenty-five mans would like to see some more and say, hey, I'll I'll join. It's good. I like them. That is. I cool. haven't met any jerks yet. So. <laughs> so you just go and like say, hey, we're gonna be doing this, and you just kind of put it out there on the server for anybody to tag. I on. yeah. I basically sit in trade chat and I say, that's it. We're doing twenty-five man next. If you want to come, send me a tell. You need this much DPS, this much defense rating, this much heals, and we're gonna go pwn and get a bunch of gear. And we've gotten all the way up to patchwork and 25-man knacks in a 25-man pug for the last three weeks. So it's been interesting. Wow. <laughs> That's yeah. impressive for a pug. What made you decide to start your own guild? Oh, dear. Um, a long history of guilds which fell apart because they lost members and didn't have any drive. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to have a guild with some drive and I won't give up and I'll raid, and we're going to kill Arthas, and it's going to be fun. And then a lot of people said, hey, let's do that. That sounds like a good idea. And I said, yeah, okay, guys, I was just joking, but no, no, pre, do it, do it, <laughs> do it. No, guys, I was just kidding. We can't do it. We we can't do it. And then we go and, like, you know, one-shot every boss in 25 minutes next, and I go, oh, well, guess you were right. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, when you say your other uh, the other guilds had no drive, what do you mean? Oh, it was um, all sorts of, you know, the, the, the D word that haunts every guild leader? D word? The D word. Uh, Starts with a D, ends with an A. Um, disconnecta? No. Uh, That's uh, not quite a word. But not quite a close. word. Close. Close, close. <laughs> Are we going to have to fill me in here on that one? Because I'm a little... Drama. Oh, that info, you're... Oh, God. Oh, the God. <laughs> The ogre that's worse than a real ogre. Ooh, yeah. Drama. Draconis Knox, the first guild I was ever in. 
I was in there for about two months, leveling from 30, and when I hit 70, I was healing Karazhan for him. And this was back when my little shaman was Resto. And then all of a sudden, I realized, wow, our guild doesn't have a good rep on this server, huh? And I, I finally kind of paid attention that our guild leader and his co-GM were getting trashed and trade and all sorts of fun stuff. And one day they decided to server transfer. It was like, wow, thanks guys, that's great. So they gave, uh, they gave GM to one of their friends who stayed on server, lasted about two weeks, he transferred, passed on to another guy, he gave up, he passed on GM, but he stayed on the server, and so on and so forth, and it kind of went from there. So then the guild just kind of decayed and rotted, and we lost our token Scottish guy, and yeah, once you lose the token foreigner, it's, it's bad. It's yeah. bad. <laughs> Every guild has one. I mean, there's either an Australian guy or a Scottish guy, or he's from the deep south or something. I love them. Some guilds have multiple. I, I wish I was in one of those guilds. Oh, I've been long, long, long ago where we had them from like all over the country. It was awesome. I love it when a guild is like that. It's really multicultural and you get all sorts of, you know, ideas and cultures and makes the guild really fun and really informative. You actually learn something while you're, you know, farming. You do, you really do, and it is a lot of fun. The hardest part was trying to coordinate everybody for raids. Ooh, raid times. The R word. Sorry, I, I do that a lot. We have the D word and the R word. So, well, here's a question. How, how do you, since it's almost inevitable, you can't help it, how do you attempt to avoid drama now? Now that you are the one in charge, how you try to, like, steer clear from that and keep it kind of at a, a status quo? Hmm. You mean aside from cash bribes, right? <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of that. That's good. Yeah, okay, aside, aside from that. Pretty much just an iron boot. I mean, our guild is pretty much older people. As far as I know, everyone is, you know, 18 to... I think we have a few 35-year-olds, so... You know, usually when drama starts happening, I go, hey, guys, how old are you? And they go, oh, 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 we're fighting over a piece of loot on a virtual game. And we're 35 with kids. Oh. Kind of bring it back to reality a little bit. Yeah, and then they kind of stop and they apologize, and it's kind of one of those reality check things, you know? That or I threaten to G-kick them, and then they go, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, okay, well. No, I don't, I don't go that far, I'm kidding, but... <laughs> I mean, usually you just need a reality check. You know, it's only when you get a guild and you have, you know, the little kid overvent and, you know, they want all the loot and yada yada. They have no real life responsibilities. They don't know what real life is. And I find that when you have an older player base in your guild, you run into a lot fewer problems. Don't get me wrong. There are a few adults who have not spartaned up when I, you know, say be courteous. 25 men pug. You know, I'm not going to say you can't roll on something, but be courteous. Yeah, be courteous. Oh, there goes the warrior with five pieces of loot. Bye. What about being courteous? Okay. <laughs> what okay. To, what happened to courteous? Hello? Yeah, one of those. Well, no, that's a, that's a good way to try to keep everyone just in, in check, because I know that seems to be... It, it can be an issue. Um, yeah. And the larger you get, the worse it gets. Ooh, yeah. It, it, I mean, after after my time in Draconis Nox, I kind of... I, sh I don't want to say guild hop because that immediately pins me as a bad person and I don't think I'm a bad person, although I've been called a bad per- I'm like Zog, except older and in college. <laughs> there you go. There you go. 
And, very, and, very bitter and whatever Zog is. We, we're not quite <laughs> sure yet. We haven't figured out what Zog is yet. Yeah, yeah. He's just kind of. I will say though, as a spoiler, his goatee, or sorry, his soul patch was really sweet, and I wish he didn't shave it off. Oh, I know Zog in real life, and I miss his soul patch. Sorry, Zog. I had to. I had to complain on air. I'm sorry. I love yeah, your yeah. soul patch. It it was very soulful. By the way, uh, great guild name. Yes, it has a long and treacherous story that is too long to be told. I would just like to throw a shout out to Hellstar for being our quote lucky bastard unquote. Well, what would you say is like the best thing about your guild? Like absolutely. Um, best. there are so many. Let's let's talk about this in metaphysical terms. The awesomeness of our guild cannot be summed up in one particular triangle. You need 30 squares of awesomeness to make up one portion of our guild's awesomeness. Now that's, that is high praise. Yeah, and I like the people in it, too. <laughs> yeah, and they're all right, too. Yeah, the people are fine, you know. But... They're, they're, I mean, they help me kill stuff. It's great. I mean... Now, what would you say... Now, being objective, what would you say is the worst? Ooh... Probably when it comes to telling people that they don't have something, something or other for something, something or other. You don't have the DPS to heal our 10-man raid. You don't have the the heals to do this, or you don't have the, the skill we need. Or When you ever have to shoot someone down, it really kind of breaks my heart because, you know, it's a game and it should be fun. And the fact that, you know, you do have to tell people that they must be this tall to ride really kind of just boils my blood and I hate doing it but I'm the one who has to do it I have a bad cop officer now it's great he oh. yells at people for vent it's fun okay well have you ever thought of just running it because I know like in our guild it's like hey if you got it great if not to hell with it we're gonna try it anyway I have done that a few times and after a few wipes you start getting people to get a bit antsy um, especially when I do the 25-man pug on Wednesdays you wipe once or twice, it's okay, you know, it's fine, we'll do it, we'll do it. But if you start wiping, you know, five times plus, people get antsy and, you know, you get the excuses. The tank goes, you know, man, I actually got to go take care of my kids or, you know, actually, dude, I, I have a girl behind me, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, or anything you can say to get out of there and avoid a repair bill. Um, I find it happens a lot more with the plate wearers, not hating on plate wearers. I have a warrior, it's great. It's level 72, he's a fatty torn. I love him to death. But yeah, that sort of thing just is... So that's why I have a certain... It's a pretty high criteria, but if people have this, you know you're going to go in there and basically not have too much of a problem. So I usually say like 540 defense, which is the cap for raiding, which you should have before you start raiding anyway. Um, 20k minimum health for a tank. 1600 unbuffed on a target dummy DPS, you know, that's your self buffs or whatever. If you have a shaman, totems down, druid, mark of the wild. And I usually say about 1500, 1600 heals, uh, spell power, and enough mana regen so you can heal constantly for about two minutes. I've found if I go in with that raid setup, I do not ever wipe more than twice, three times. If we wipe, it's a strategy thing. It's not having, you know. Not enough manpower as it were. Exactly, yeah. And that's why saying, you know, hey, I'm sorry, dude, you, I have to kick you from the raid is, is one of the hardest things because you know they really are having a good time and they want to come in and help out. But if you don't have the certain requirements, I mean, it just adds another layer of difficulty. So that's why my bad cop is there. He's great. He's also my jewel crafter. Which is always handy. Yeah. 
Hey, dude, dude, go yell at this guy, and then I need about three hit rating gems, okay? He's like, gotcha. I'll, I'll do that. I go into the other room. I can hear the yelling from about three miles away. When I come back, there's someone in tears, and he's smiling. And you have your gems. And I have my gems. No, he's, he's a good guy. I paint him as a bad guy, but we have endless theory crafting debates. It's, it's good stuff. Well, what do you expect from your, uh, other than criteria, uh, as far as, like, stats and goes, what do you expect from your... your... Mm, good attitude, first off. I mean, if you come in and expect to get a bunch of loot as soon as, you know, your first raid rolls around, you probably are a bit too impatient for my guild. I want to... I want to progress. Every guild leader wants his guild to progress. We want to down stuff. We want to get our members geared up. But at the same time, I want to have fun doing it. That's, I'm sure your guild's the same way. You want to kill stuff, but you want to have fun. Killing stuff is fun. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah. Attitude, um, you know, times. You know, if someone's on at, you know, three server time in the morning and everyone else is on at, you know, eight server time, it's probably not going to be fun for the guy on at three in the morning. Guys? Guys? <laughs> Guys? Hello? Uh, well, I asked you what you expect from your guild members. What do you give your guild members in return? Other cash bribes? I mean, not cash bribes. Um, well, I expect, you know, to be on time for raids myself and stuff. When I say I'm getting the raid together at this time, I'm probably going to be on at that time, you know? It's uh, being punctual that's uh, the key. Um, there's that, there's... Unfortunately, with some of the add-ons out there, you can't really do many fun sort of games with, uh, with WoW. You can't play hide-and-seek. I, I used to play Ragnarok online, and you used to be able to have, like, hide-and-seek games, and you would give them hints, and you would, like, give out gold prizes and stuff. But, you know, with stuff like Cartographer, where sh it shows where your guildies are, you can't really do that in this game. And I haven't really thought of any little mini-games or some fun stuff for my guildies to do, to be honest. Some guilds do, like, uh, what do you call them? Scavenger hunts. That is true. That actually would be fun. Oh, Ed, you just solved my problem. There you go. <laughs> I'm glad I could help. Done. Done. There we go. And now we move. <laughs> Let's see. I got, I got two more questions here. Well, where would you want to see... I think this is a pretty standard question, but where, where do you want to see your guild, like, six months from now, a year from now? Uh, depends on how fast Blizzard puts out content patches. And how soon we get to Arthas. <sighs> exactly. Oh, yeah. I might be a shaman, but I still want Frostmourne. <laughs> <laughs> Are they actually putting Frostmourne in the game? They have to. You can't put, like, Illidan's Warglaives in the game without putting in the Frostmourne. I mean... You know what I expect is I expect Blizzard to do something like, you know how there's uh, the title Scarab Lord for Anchorage and all that mm -hmm. fun stuff? Yep. I expect them to do it like that. It's going to be one a server. Oh, that's... I, I, I have that inkling that Blizzard is going to do that to its player base. Not everyone will be able to walk around with, with Frostmourne. It's going to be like the first person on the server to kill, uh, kill Arthas is going to get it. Oh, you know, you're probably right, which is why I'm, like, groaning over here, because you're probably absolutely right. Yeah. I mean, and, and the worst thing is, it's probably only going to be usable by a Death Knight, because otherwise it'll, like, steal your soul and turn you into a Death Knight. So. Unless it did <laughs> That would be interesting. Well, because the Warglaves did have, it was a uh, rogue and warrior only, and that depressed me to all end. I mean, it, I know it's a sword, so it already has certain restrictions, but... 
that like made me go, okay, so I can get Hand of Ragnaros, but I can't get the Word Leaves. That's okay. I trust Blizzard. I played StarCraft in 96 or so. I, I trust them. I know they can put out good games, but <sighs> they've kind of changed. I'm just curious. Do you have a Death Knight issue? <laughs> right now, let me check out my, uh, my guild list here. Death Knight, Death Knight, a bunch of shamans, a few pallies, Death Knight, Death Knight, Death Knight, Hunter, Death Knight, Death Knight, Death Knight, Mage, Hunter, Warlock, Death Knight, Shaman, Rogue, Death Knight, Death Knight, Warlock, Death Knight. Huh. I I can't complain though because our, our off tank is actually a Death Knight and he does a great job. And uh, our guild's top DPS is also a Death Knight, so noob biscuits. And I didn't think I could get beat before by someone who didn't know gear me, and he just wiped the floor with me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're not looking for Death Knights. Right. Um, actually I am, because I mean, we're recruiting all classes, all specs. We just want, well, it's not that we want numbers, but we want people. We like people. You like people? They, they're great. I don't know if it's a people kind of guild. It's kind of like a, an undead, forsaken, orc, troll. I don't really like humans that much. I don't like people. <laughs> they seem to gank me a lot. Oh, okay. Well, those people, no, not those people. Yeah. But you like, you like horde people. I like horde people. Okay. I, I've rolled a few alliance and walked into their trade chat just to see, and it's a lot of QQing. Why are the hordes so powerful? QQ! It was a night elf rogue, level 7. I got him there, and it was like, willing to sell this. No, that's too much, but I need to make money for my mount. No, lower the price, and then I'll buy it. There's a lot of horrible, horrible things that make me want to cry. But if somebody could say one thing about your guild, anybody, what would you want them, what would you like it to be? Wow, I want to join them. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what every guild leader wants to hear. <laughs> yeah. Wow, what a nice guild. I like those guys. I think I am going to go raiding with them. I don't know. Some make it sound better, though. Like, in your mind, when you hear this, just change it around and make it sound not so lame. Because it does sound really lame. You want to hear their guild's mm -hmm. the best? Ours is the bestest guild ever. We are the bestest. <laughs> well, there's that and... I would always love free gold, and I can go buy myself a Mechanohog. You know what? Let's give that guild free gold, so they can all ride around on Mechanohogs. We like them so much. That's the know. other good thing. I would, that's a nice thing to want to hear. On oh, the Mechanohogs, I think, considering the price of them, especially if like one guild member buys them, you should be able to like have like every not just one person in a sidecar. You should have like everyone be able to like pile on top. Out. Like 20 people on the Meccano. One, one wipeout and you'd have, you know, you'd be eating corned beef for about three months. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, I really hope V is not back from vacation. Let's put it that way. Oh, he is, but... <laughs> oh, oh. He's back. V, look away. Look away. <laughs> Don't look. Tell him the fast All the anti-torrent. Oh, I feel really bad now. I'm not anti torrent I love torrents. I have one. They're great. They're big and strong and mighty and cowish. Yeah. And your girlfriend would hit you if you said otherwise. Oh, she already does. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Too okay, late. Bye. All right. Well, thank you very much. 
Thank you. Have a good time. Enjoy. Kick things asses. And uh, say hello to everyone over on Imaginary Vultures. I will. I will. And thank you. And again, that was Precaution of the Imaginary Vultures Guild on Etreg. Thank you very much, Precaution, for taking the time to sit and chat with us here and let us know all about your guild. I gotta say, the most impressive part of the whole, uh, of all the information imparted, of all the wisdom shared, the most impressive thing was that you two 25-man pugs, oh my god. I can't even, like, I can't even pug with, like, two other people to take that. You know those group quests you get? You know, group suggested players, two, three. I can't even do that with a pug. So, wow. Very impressive. Good luck to you. Good luck to Imaginary Vultures. And, hey, if you are a guild leader and want to talk about your guild and how you do things over on your end, please write in to the show and let us know. We'd love to talk to you. You can send your email into fthradio at gmail.com. And again, thank you for caution. And now we're going to go into our second music break. And if if you haven't figured this out, you will, by the time the song airs, you will notice a theme. It is a Jonathan Colton. Yes, it is a Jonathan Colton kind of show. But there's a theme involved because yes, but next week is is the infamous Valentine's Day. So of course we're playing just lovely Valentine's Day type songs here on the show this time. So please enjoy yet another fine selection from Jonathan Colton. Welcome to my secret lair on Skullcrusher Mountain I hope that you've enjoyed your stay so far I see you met my assistant Scarface His appearance is quite disturbing But I assure you he's harmless enough He's a sweetheart, calls me master And he has a way of finding pretty things
Another wonderful episode of your Zog Blog. Now that my loft in the Undercity is finally restored with brand new IKEA furniture, I can finally get back to doing what I love most, namely ignoring the world around me. Now, I was on my death night, as I seem to be more frequently these days than my my warlock. I won't lie, they're a very fun thing. Regardless, I was on my death night and I was questing through Zangramarsh, well, most of Outlands, Blizzard's Mountain, and most primarily Nagrand. I still had all my, what do you call it, the starter armor. The stuff that looks better than most stuff they put in the game, yet you can sell it for 18 copper. I still had most of that stuff, but I remembered Nagrand having particularly easy quests that seemed to give off relatively awesome gear. And so, with a nave from my death charger, I hopped on and hastily sped my way to cause the death of thousands of lives. Be there ogre, or orc, or whatever have you. I was very satisfied with the loot I got. Looking at the stats that finally outdid my starter armor, I was feeling a relative sense of joy and pride. And then I put it on... Ladies and gentlemen, I may have complained in the past about certain articles of clothing looking ridiculous and inappropriate, and I'm fully aware that many women complain about how these certain pits of armor fit on their characters, but this was absolutely ridiculous. 
It was a chest plate, but it certainly didn't look like that. Oh no, you'd think I was working on the corner with the way this thing looked. I literally looked like I was wearing a tank top. No, no, not even a tank top. It looked like I was wearing a women's swimsuit. My male blood elf looked like it had breasts. I'm not even kidding here. Absolutely ridiculous. And then to top it off, it's pink. Not, not, well, I suppose you could argue it was purple, but more red than blue, and it, it's pink. And it's the most ghastly pink you've ever seen. It's not, it's not even, it's not even a bright pink, an acknowledgeable pink. It's like the grandma pink. It, it's disgusting. I don't like to look at it, but I can't argue because the stats are, stats are phenomenal. This is something that I'd like to ask the game programmers down at Blizzard. What? In the name of Jesus and dead puppies, were you thinking? I now have to roam around in God knows whatever you want to call that, and definitely not a breastplate, because that's exactly what it's not. If you want to call it a tank top, sure, but what were you thinking putting this into the game? If you put it on a woman, I'm sure they're going to be very unhappy with the way it looks, unless they're one of those people that generally don't care. And if you're a guy, you... Someone's going to be getting a hurt real bad. Now, I'm sure by now some of you, many of you, possibly all of you, have received an email that is extremely similar to that of one Blizzard would ask you. It is a... it will generally show up in your junk email folder. Now, Zog of XP was just cruising through his email in his spare time when he came across this. Of course, at first, I was a little questionable. I thought it was questionable, yes. Until I examined the email address, which was exactly the same as that of a Blizzard employee. It said that it had evidence of my account being sold or traded. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to point out that I have no intention of leaving the world of Warcraft, and thus for have no reason to sell my account. But, given the legitimacy or the appearance of legitimacy of the email, I decided, uh, I have to fix this. So I clicked on the link and it said log in here. It was only then, five minutes after that, I received a prompt email from Zathras who in kindly informed me that it was in fact a phishing scheme. Yes, I know. You're all looking at me and wondering how I could possibly be this big an idiot. Well, I'm missing half my brain, people. Cut me some slack. I'm forgetful. Just a brief reminder for those who have forgotten. Blizzard will never ask for your password, account information, or anything related to that via email. Never. And I know we never expect this sort of thing to happen, but unless you never know, someone could be as dense as me. Ladies and gentlemen, do not respond to those kinds of emails ever. On the opposite side, though, I mean, if my, even if my... I was very fortunate. Let me just say that to start. I was fortunate enough to A... Be the weasel that I am and rat out the phishing scheme to the employees of Blizzard. And two, I was able to change my account to something much drastically larger and more numerical. But I'd like to point out that why would somebody even want my account? I mean, sure, you could post it up for sale, but there's not much to attract for it. You want three level 10s and a 65? Is that what you're looking for? Honestly, does it doesn't really seem like something you'd want to sell generally when I know at least if I were one to buy an account I would want something at level cap level 80 that would seem like a good idea to me it's three level tens in a 65 
with relatively low gear and poor specking. Somebody show me the attraction. But again, thankfully, there was a crisis avoided, and I will never be making that mistake again anytime soon. Let me just say that now. Moving right along, PvP. So there I was, in Hala. Yes, we had just, for once, regained Hala from the Alliance and was actually enjoying the ability to walk around without being killed. There was the party that raided Hala, sitting there, and I noticed that they had a relatively high number of Death Knights, most of which had the level range of about, oh, anywhere from 46 to 40. Oh, not 46, my bad. Uh, 66 to 70, let's say. Yes, it was It was the chronological order of 66, 67, 68, 69, and a 70 there. Now, I come riding in on my mount of death. Speaking of which, ladies and gentlemen, I'm very proud to say that I recently received my rider's license. Yes, yes I did. Moving back to the story. So there I was on my death charger heading into Hala, and I suddenly had the spontaneous urge to do some good old-fashioned dueling. They were all very willing to oblige me, and I, I, I don't want to sound rude, but I'm relatively cocky with my Death Knight. I have the utmost confidence with this character. I am able to reap through hordes of just about anything you please. And so I started at the lowest, at 66. Challenged me to a duel, we bow, we dance, we prance, we smash, we, 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 we wait, and then the timer goes off. I butchered him, I guess is a good way of putting it, yeah, a butchering. There were little pieces of him strewn along the floor, his, his teammate had to revive him as a ghoul, that's how bad it was. And then I go up to the 67. He, he sees what I can do, he, yes, he sees, he has fear in his eyes of Zog of XP. But he, he's a brave one, he was a brave one, and challenged me anyways. He fell just as the first. Now at this point I'm feeling relatively arrogant, relatively cocky. I'm feeling very proud of myself. You see, in my warlock, despite how vastly amazing I am, despite missing half my brain, I was never all that great at PvP. But now, with this death knight, I... Ah, it's just like a hobby of mine. I occasionally see someone and I feel the intense urge to lop their head off for the fun of it. Now, the 67 did give me a bit of trouble, got me past halfway, and his management of his runes was relatively poor, whereas mine is evidently vastly superior, so like the first, he was turned into little pieces of undead sushi. Then came the 68, and let me tell you that that was a difficult duel. He was definitely a tough one. With him wielding the Hellraver, the weapon which I never did end up acquiring, we fought for over a minute, I'm going to say. And it was very fortunate that he forgot where the cliff was as he proceeded to run off it. Otherwise, I'm pretty sure that I wouldn't have won. Then came the 69, and at this point, I have no control over stopping the duels. They're all, they're, they're, they all want a piece of me now. They want a piece of Zog of XP, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm going, sure, you know what, you can have a piece of me. But the question is, do you feel lucky? Well, do you? Punk. And punk he was, as the 69 and I duped it out and I beat his face in. Ladies and gentlemen, I realize that this story is completely absurd sounding and would be very, very difficult to hear or believe, but I assure you, 
that this is 100% authentic. My 65 beat the 69. Now, with me repeatedly freezing him, he could do very little to me. And thus forth, I promptly shattered him to the floor. Not to say, though, to give him credit, my life bar was very, very close. And then came the 70. Ladies and gentlemen, ouch. I may have butchered the rest of them relatively badly, but let me just say that the 70 definitely compensated for all of that. It was like I moved, and then I was dead. And then I was undead as I tried to attack him as a ghoul, and, and I was able to take off a little chunk of his life bar as I exploded. Aside from that, though, I was butchered. But still, I like to feel relatively proud of myself for taking on something up to four levels higher than me, and a player at that, and stomping all over them. In other news, gnome hunting. It is possible. Now, I'm not exactly sure of the details, but somewhere in the PvP world, as a shaman, there is an ability that allows you to deal damage while causing a knockback. Now, to make this even better, from what I've heard, this ability conceals very considerable damage. So, if one were to perhaps run at a gnome and use this instant cast, and use the knockback which sends the gnome flying to the other end of the, re of the realm, and kills him, you will have successfully hunted a gnome. I'm not gonna lie, ladies and gentlemen. I'm at the point where I'm sort of fed up with Outlands. I crave new, I crave adventure. I crave, uh, I crave chicken, incidentally, but I don't think that's related to the topic. With my recent schedule, it has been so very difficult to get online. But I assure you that by next podcast, I will reach Northrend. Aside from that, I suppose there's really not much else to say. I spent most of my time cleaning up my loft, as I previously stated, which was so very unkindly looted and raided. And thus, the conclusion to this month's Zoglog. Here's hoping that you all are enjoying Northrend, unlike me, and that your computers are not lagging or exploding or cutting up your recording time. And strength and honor for the Horde. Hello again, fellow Hordies. Grandmaster Z here with your tri-weekly add-on tips. Damage is good. We all love to do it. We love our damage. Well, everyone except for priests, but we won't talk about them. They're like the red-headed stepchildren at the table. But for everyone else, we love to see those numbers scrolling up, showing how much we are pawning the enemy. In fact, some of us love our damage so much that we start bragging about it. Yeah, I did such and such damage. Oh yeah? Well, I did this and that. It's with that in mind that I give you Recount. No, we aren't talking about an election here. Recount is the damage meter of choice. Not only does it watch what you and your party members are doing in terms of damage, but it records how much damage each of you is doing from each type of attack, what your crit percentages are, what your hit-miss ratio is, etc. It then gives you this information in text, bar, and graph form. Like I said, it's the damage meter of choice. But fair warning. 
All of this counting goodness comes at a price. It likes its memory. It likes its memory a lot. But if you have plenty to spare, you should definitely head on over to curse.com and check it out. You will be impressed. Now, on to our next review. You know, it's been said that you should be careful what you wish for. And nowhere is that more true than when an add-on junkie is listening to your podcast. In episode 29, Auntie Ed said, Seriously, they should have that, like, you know they do on a roller coaster? Hmm? You know, where, like, you're at the top of the hill and it'll snap your picture as you're going down with everyone with their hands up, screaming. They should have that in those instances. Like, every time you're, you're just about to pain. down a boss, it takes an automatic picture. And then there's a little souvenir guy, like a little goblin on the way to the next boss standing there going, Hi, you want to buy a copy of your picture, you know, on a key ring? Would you like that? <laughs> to which my ears perked up and I said to myself, we can do that. We can do that very easily. Now, multi-shot won't give you a key ring or a goblin at an instance exit, but what it will do is automatically snap a screenshot when you level up, gain an achievement, your pet dings, you down a boss, etc. It's a great little add-on that doesn't use a whole lot of memory at all and just sits in the corner until it's needed. And let me tell you, it's really fun to go through your screenshot directory and say to yourself, Hey, I remember doing that. So if this sounds like something you would be interested in using, head on over to wowinterface.com and search for multi-shot. So, until next time, this has been Grandmaster Z reminding you that you have been recruited by the Star League to defend the frontier against Zur and the Kodan Armada. Surprisingly, yet again, do not have any. Who the hell is this? But we have two very, very cool phone calls, uh, regular phone calls that have come in, and here we are to share them with you. And our first is an awesome, awesome, very long-distance phone call from <laughs> Nancy Druid. Hi, Auntie Ed and Big V. This is Nancy Druid from Dune Mall. I'd just like to give a little call out to Bl Blizzard for making it so damn hard to get the Wrath of the Lich King US expansion over here in the UK. And for Big V, I'd just like to say, Moo! Yeah, I wasn't aware that uh, you couldn't get the US expansion over there. Um, no! Yeah. That's, why? I mean, it's like... Yeah, what, that makes no sense. I mean, yeah. Uh, oh. I oh. haven't... Yeah. Yeah, I hate that for you. Um, oh. I just, that sucks. I mean, <laughs> it totally sucks. I mean, it sucks and blows at the same time. But on a on a more positive note, you know, not only do you have just one of the coolest names, you know, for your character, you've also got just the most amazing accent. So oh, hey. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. And, right. and thank you for the calling in then last. Um so right. <laughs> and, that's and the, I channel I channel the angry dwarf you there. Trans, for a minute. Right. Yeah, well, um, I know you two are becoming interchangeable, I think. It's scary. Yeah. <laughs> it's scary. it's very frightening. Uh, but thank you so much for that phone call. Yeah, and uh, and a very long distance moo for you. Hey, wait a minute, you're gonna say moo? You're gonna no. say moo for me? I'm you not, said, but, you but said, she well, yeah, did. Yeah, you just did. But she did. Yeah, she did. So, hey, Nancy Druid. Moo. I thank you for calling in. That's cool. But we have another. We have a surprising phone call. And this one comes to us from Jack Tell. Hi, Nancy Ed. I'm ashamed to say that I am an alliance. I have a level 34 alliance dwarf hunter 
but I love the Horde. Unfortunately, I have not made a, a complete switch over to the Horde because it's just so hard leveling. I know you say that that's crazy compared to pre-Burning Crusade, but I'm, I'm not a fast leveler, but I love, 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 love the Horde. I am currently working on a Blood Elf Hunter. It's, uh, his name is uh, Juktao. That's the same name of my Alliance Dwarf Hunter. My Blood Elf Hunter is a level 26. I am working, once I get to that mount, uh, once I get to level 30 and I get my mount, it becomes a lot easier. So I'm going to work on him until he gets to level 30, and when he does, I'm going Horde all the way. Love your show. I just caught up uh, to the current show. Thanks a lot. Keep going. Later. Horde for life. So, you are Alliance. Ah, uh, yes. Aha. Yes. Aha. <laughs> 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 You're a brave soul for calling into a Horde podcast. Yes, but... Yes, indeed but, you are. But, you know, hey, we gotta, we, we got to shell out some love for you there. So, yes. You know, that, good for you. I mean, now, when you're... Uh, when your alliance all is uh, when your alliance main that is is a lower level than your uh, horde alt, then good sir, you can say horde for life. Yep, then you'll and, be officially horde. That's right, and um, you'll have need to have slain at least five bunnies. No, no, we can gnomes work. Gnomes definitely work if you slay five gnomes. Yeah, yeah, there's that. It's this cool little song, and I don't know where it came from. I don't know if you made it up or not, but it was, you know, I killed two dwarves in the morning, I killed two dwarves at night, I killed two dwarves in the afternoon, and then I feel all right. I killed two dwarves in a time of peace, and two in a time of war. I killed two dwarves before I killed two dwarves, and then I killed two more. I mean, that's just very cool. So go kill cool. two dwarves. Or do the go. math and all that. So, uh, do the math and all that, and kill that many dwarves. <laughs> and, and the bunnies. No, no, skip the bunnies, and and then. Dude, you gotta you kill are. bunnies if you're a horde. Yeah, you I have to kill bunnies. No, you don't. You so do you? Don't no, play. you yeah. don't. You don't God. have to kill bunnies oh, if you're yes, a horde. Go... You must love bunnies. Oh, love bugger. bunnies. <laughs> oh, that's your bunny love right here. <laughs> Big V is is corrupting all these good people who normally would not even touch a bunny. But now he's making them, he's forcing them to go out and kill a bunny. I force no one. I just give them the options and they see the truth. The truth? The truth. And, if you, can't, and you can't see it sitting there right in front of you, then I'm not going to explain <laughs> <laughs> All of the out there who who know about the bunnies. So thank you for calling in and uh good luck on getting your horde character up to speed. Send me a screenshot of the dead bunny. That'd be cool. Uh, and from that we go into the reading of the Get an email from Corlina. Corlina, who says, Dear Auntie Ed and Big V, after mulling around Big V's lore dilemma, it finally came to me that the spirit that Big V is referring to is the spirit of Sargeras. Try saying that ten times fast. Around the end of the Second Great War of Azeroth, the Orgish Gorlock Gul'dan 
to be more technical, Gul'dan raised the island upon which Sargeras' tomb was, walked inside, and released said spirit. Afterwards, he and his band of orcs were thoroughly beaten into a fine paste. Now to be useful! <laughs> For those of you trying to get the Going Down achievement, the Alliance and the Horde have easy places to find them pretty early in the game. The Alliance are out of luck, and you're getting nothing from me. For the Horde, take a trip to Thunder Bluff and ride up the elevator. When you've reached the top, move off the elevator and walk to the edge facing the ramp below. Jump off the ledge and aim for the ramp. If you did it right, you'll get the achievement earlier than Shatrath. If you did it wrong, then hope you didn't land on any bunnies on the way down. I've started a rogue on the Moonguard server. Corlina, the character, is happily resting on the Sisters of Elune server, where there is probably no queue, but as far as I know, there doesn't seem to be any roleplay either. We've been through this before. Not sure what else to say except Happy Winter's Veil, Strength and Honor for the Horde, and may the Schwartz be with you. P.S. Corlita is still level 65. The epic tale of my lobiness continues. Lesab. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, yeah, she said, may the Schwartz be with you. That's so awesome. That is great. <laughs> oh, God. And if you don't know where that's from, we're not telling you. Yeah, we're not telling you. We're not telling you where that's she from. Get, she got the Rick Moranis thing. Rock on for Corlina. <laughs> Corlina's awesome. And thank you for that little lore tidbit. She answered your question. Yes, thank you. Because, you know, I'm... I'm, I'm... I'm a lore moron, really, uh, and I'm just really now just seeing how it knowing your lore does, you know, help your game experience. So uh, a little bit. Yeah. Well, yeah, kinda. I mean, it's making me want to see Kara again. Kara, I'm uh, uh, doing. Uh, I'm reading The Last Guardian. So. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. But thank you for sending in your email. Yeah. Okay, so we get an email from Helgor, level 62 orc, who writes in and says, Dear Aniet and biggest of V's, I have discovered it. Why people actually play gnomes. The secret at last will be told. Really? Apparently, yes. We need some, you know, like special music here? No. Really? <laughs> no, no, we don't. No, we don't. Okay, maybe if you hum something mysterious. <laughs> okay. Gnomes can be a very enjoyable race to play. Bear with me. This is because it is actually fun watching your gnome die. The higher level you get... Okay, bring the music. Come on. Oh, um, <laughs> The higher level you get, the more ways you can die. Flung in the air. Hit with a hammer. Eaten by a shark. This is actually... Gave me the will to level a gnome to level 10. Helgor. Level 62. <laughs> P.S. I also find killing gnomes is equally good fun. That is good. There we go. There are many ways to kill a gnome, which is why people play them. I like that. I like that's that right. Theory. You know, that's a good theory. That's I like it. It's pretty spiffy. Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, I never thought of it quite like that, but yeah. I didn't either, and I like that view. I really do. Yeah. So thank you very much, Hel Gore, for sending that in. That is awesome. Yeah. And we get an email from Link, who Link. says, Hey, Auntie Ed and Big V. I well, this is big B. I have good news and bad news. The good news is that I don't have to play Alliance anymore. Yay! But the bad news is that my friend decided that WoW wasn't his thing. He 
got him out to level 20, and then he quit. I told him that there is a whole other spectrum of playing waiting on the Horde side, but he insisted that he wanted to be the good guy. I wish these delusions would stop about the Horde being evil. I just thought I'd let you know that I hit 40. Mail is much better than leather. And now I can wear all the quest gear that I've been saving. Keep making your show. Link, level 34. Well, at this point, level 40. Blood, <laughs> Blood Elf Hunter. Awesome. awesome. Yes, mail is better than leather. Yeah. How's, you know, remember how cool it was when, you know, about two or three levels before you started to, uh, before you were going to hit the, uh, hit the armor change you went to the auction house and started buying stuff and then you know you hit level 40 at least then it was level 40 back in my day <laughs> um, then boom you go from you know leather to mail or mail to plate and just mm -hmm. go well apparently he was very very smart and started saving his um, quest gear which I never thought to do yeah, same That's here. very smart to, like, think ahead and go, you know what, I'm going to be switching to mail. Ooh, this is a nice mail piece. I'll just save it. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. And uh, sorry about your friend not getting into WoW, but hey, some people just don't. It's not his thing. And I'm still with you on, you know, the whole thing about people thinking the Horde is evil. Roll eye. You can't see it, but my eyes are rolling. They are. Really? Is that what I heard? That's what you heard. You heard my eyes rolling. Uh, I died, but <laughs> thank you for writing in, and uh, good luck. Yeah, now you got a mail and a mount. All right. Yeah. Now let me just kind of throw this one out here. The undead, unfortunate, but kind of evil. Nah. Bitter. Well, bitter, sure. Bitter, bitter, understandably bitter. You know. But not evil. Bitter and creepified. Yeah. And trying to poison everything. The Royal Apothecary Society? Yeah. Oh, you ain't seen nothing yet. But <laughs> you haven't uh, played that. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. Well, I'm sure you've seen the Rathgate uh, video. No. Have you? You no. haven't? No. How odd for you. Yeah. You, you're like into spoilage. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Well, well anyway, um, yeah, I won't ruin it for you, but uh, you ain't seen nothing yet. However, bitter, understandably bitter. I mean, if everything you put on turned to rags, you know, you spend a hundred gold on this fab outfit, and you put it on, and it just decays around you. Come on, I'd be pissed, too. Seriously, I mean, if your spine showed through everything you wore and, you know, sewed your knees, I mean, boo. Yeah, yeah, I would have an issue with this. Serious, I would just really be upset. So, not evil. Bitter. Trolls? Trolls are not evil or bitter. They're just trying to find that right special herb. They're trying to flip over several times. Yeah, really. <laughs> oh, anyway, sorry. Didn't mean to digress there, but, you know. We won't go through them all. Never mind. Yeah. Tarn, not evil. Shamanistic and peaceful. Yes. Kind of like Wookiees. They'll beat the hell out of you, but, you know, you know, and then walk away passively. But, you know, not evil. Let the Wookiee win. Yeah. So, we get another email uh, from... Uh, Muzzy slash Bugs. And uh, he writes and says, Dear Annie, Ed! He did. He capitalized the Ed. Yes, he did. Thank you. Rock on. <laughs> he says, It's been a while since I wrote to y'all. I did end up getting my characters back. 70 Boom Can Muzzy and 70 Hunter Bugs. Well, I got them back, but I got them back naked. So I gave up on them and rolled a Death Knight. I've capped at level 80 and I'm a tank for my guild, Universal Order, on the Grey Main server. Much love from Kazar. 
80 Darton, uh, Darton, Death Knight on Grey Main. P.S. Shout out to Universal Order on Grey Main. Yeah. Well, that's good. I, I would still fight. I mean, you worked very hard on those two 70s. I would still kind of fight with Blizzard to get them back in clothes. You worked hard for that. Yeah. You worked hard for those clothes. I would still kind of poke them with a stick gently and say, hello, because I had to do that a couple times. You just politely poke them. Not really? aggressively. I had to politely poke uh, the GMs quite a few times. Kind of like he, Apothecary Kiever, you know, he pokes the fuzzy rabbit, you know, disappointedly. Yes, sure, why not? <laughs> sure, why but you not? Never sat, you never sat there in the Undercity and watched that? No, probably not. I don't think I have. Oh, God, it's horrible. He's got all these humans, and he feeds he feeds them this potion, and they turn into, I don't know, a rabbit, or it'll turn into a frog, or it'll turn into something else. And he'll sit there, and he'll poke it. And the thing is this, it pours the liquid, Apothecary Kiever pours the liquid down the rabbit's throat. Apothecary Kiever um, looks disappointedly at what is created. Anyway, anyway, so. Oh, okay. Enough of that. Yeah, moving on. Moving on. Um, But glad you got a Death Knight going, because they're a lot of fun. Congrats to you, at least, for for continuing. But I'd still fight, Blizz, with uh, getting your characters unnaked. Renaked or reclothed or whatever you call it. Yeah. But thank you for writing in. Hey there, Biggie Ed and Uncle V. I like it. That's kind of cute, actually. I like that. Remember the good old days when Jebdo actually had a good story? Remember that one time? Way back when? Well, I've been out of luck on your normal Mataron server because it's too predictable. Because unlike my old PvP server, an Alliance member can't just decide to sneak up on you at any time. Yes, this is why I'm on it. I don't like that alliance member got... Never mind. I got great. (laughs) We won't go into that. Anyway, he continues. But at last, I have come across a worthy opponent. He wasn't nearly as worthy as 8, if you recall my epic ballad of battle. But let us remember that 8 was Horde and this player was Alliance. So there I was in Grizzly Hills. I get the quest to go check on the Iron Dwarf place done something. Not the one with the giants, the snowy one. I get there and there's a human death knight also arriving. It's clear we have the same objective. I wave to him, he laughs at me, and flags himself. Now, I've been on a PvP server at 70 for quite some time before switching over, and I know how this works. He wants a fight, I'll give him one. It's death knight versus death knight. A true test of skills alone. I was at about half health when he finally went down. After much gripping and diseasing, and to my horror, the fiend would not die. He fell and decided to get back up again as a ghoul. The jerk was unholy specked while I was frost. He basically got a second life, and those ghouls aren't weak, mind you, and my health bar just couldn't take him. I had been out of PvP for quite some time now and blamed my loss on frost. I quickly got back and ate up behind a rock. He was, of course, waiting for me. By the time he found me in my brilliant hiding spot, I was ready. We fought valiantly again, but this time I was ready for his little trick and managed to defeat him. This made me a happy camper. I watched him res and promptly run away. All seemed well, no? Alas, I had forgotten he was an alliance player, and that he won't give up that easily. A few minutes later, I get attacked from behind by a charging gorilla. That's right, he went to get his hunter friend. It was two against one, and it wasn't looking good for me. They managed to take me down, but not easily. This made me a not-so-happy camper. But I'm horrid, damn it, and I won't give up easily. I also have friends, in case the Alliance scum forgot. So I whip up a party of my friends real quick and pass the leadership so that the Alliance might still remain in the dark. 
I res up and eat once again behind the rock. Looks like old Alliance scumbags can't learn new tricks. And while I'm waiting for my friends to make the trek across Northern to help me, I jump up. I was a little dirty and caught him when they were not standing together. With two against one, I hardly think it was unfair to do so. I started with the hunter, and by the time the Death Knight got out of his drunken six-year-old crying stupor, I realized I was actually attempting this. I had mostly taken down the hunter. Imagine hearing the dying cries of a gorilla behind you. Turn around to see the killing blow land upon your hunter friend. The eyes of his killer burning with vengeful hatred and fury. Oh yeah, he was screwed. Perhaps he'll think twice next time before he decides Frost Death Knights aren't good for PvP. You don't get many experiences like that on a normal server, and that only made it even more fun. See you soon. Jebdo. What <laughs> 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 an epic tale. <laughs> uh, seriously, I mean, you know, I could just kind of hear the Star Trek music behind. You could. You really could. That was awesome. Yeah, good stuff. Was, oh, good for you. Very good. Yeah, you show them. You show them. <laughs> there you go. Kick ass. Kick ass. And thank you for sharing it with us. Yeah, thanks, Jeb. So, and Mornblood rides into us and he rides to the Horde. I am Mornblood, Morn, of the Dark Defenders on the Aerithor server. I'm a Death Knight, level 62. Yes, it's my main, and I just love the class. Not because of the ability to kill everything on pure whim, but the self-enchanting and glowing eyes. Going off of this, I felt inspired to make myself a guild. It's been doing well, and I had myself some fun yesterday. I was doing uh, an SFK run, and on the road out of the glades, I got a message in the form of a whisper that my guildmate is getting harassed by some alliance. Naturally, as my dear and devious self, I tell my guildmate to wait for me, turn around every once in a while, and when they see me, to flag themselves and to wait at their corpse for a show. When I got there, there was a night elf rogue, a dwarf hunter, and a gnome warlock corpse hump. <laughs> corpse humping, my guildmate. That's just wrong. That's just bad wrong. <laughs> Feeling a sense of duty, I made myself look as evil as possible by using all my self buffs and uh, killed the level 33 hunter in two swaps of my sword and a spell. As my guildmate brought himself back, the level 46 rogue decided to join in on the fun and kill my member. I used my death grip to throw him through the air. My guildmate, just about dead, and drilled his night elf ass into the ground. I turned around after this angrily and killed the level 42 warlock as well. Me and my friends corpse camped him for about 10 minutes, so they would have to get rid sickness. My friend's level 18 warrior, Combat Cow, had something to cheer about that day, and so did I. I love your show, and hope you keep it going. For the Horde, your listener, Mornblood. <laughs> nice. Sweet. And you know what? Isn't that just the coolest feeling? You know, you, know, you see somebody run away, and say, oh, no, you don't. And they come flying <laughs> back to you. You know, now that I know how to do that, you know. Uh, <laughs> awesome, yeah. And, and show them why you should not be picking on lower levels. Yeah. You should not, because you never know when that lower level is going to have a big friend. Uh-huh. So, good for you for swooping in to the aid of your guildy. Awesome. Yep. Good swoopage. Th good swoopage, and thank you for writing in. Thanks. And we get an email from Reshikage, who says, Hello, Anti-Ed, troll queen over all of Azeroth. May she live forever, and may all gold beggars be put to death under her almighty reign. Oh, Anti-Ed. And Big V, warrior of might, who is 
is always right. May he squish bunnies and scratch his big bovine butt all day long. Yes. Yes, <laughs> he will. Oh. And did you notice that part up there? You know, right up there at the beginning? After Warrior of Might and May, uh, and before May he squish bunnies? Why don't you read that part again? That was very good. No, I don't, I don't see that. Yeah, the part where it says, who is always right. Yeah. No, yeah. no, I yep, don't see yep, that. Yep. Yep. Big V, warrior of might, who is always right. Yep, that would be me. No, I don't think so. I think he was talking about the other Big V. I think he was talking about the dwarf Big V. Yeah. <laughs> the dwarf Big V? <laughs> the dwar- there's a dwarf AD. Big- yes, there's AD. Okay, well, there is AD. I mean, yeah, there's <laughs> yeah. AD. It pretty much does no wrong, so... <laughs> and Richie Cage writes It's Richie Cage from the Ghostland server And I have two stories to which regale you One of a suicide warlock And one of a noob warrior I will first tell you of the suicide warlock So there I was in Gadget Sand When I see a level 62 warlock And a level 44 paladin group And I wonder if they're going to ZF I asked them and they said yes and invited me We were doing pretty well until we got to Godzilla Oops, I mean Carzilla Or whatever the hell her name is <laughs> I don't know how. Is it Gazrilla, I think? Is it Gazrilla? Yeah. It's Godzilla. I know who you are. Anyway, we all die because all the elites and my vain death got resisted. By this time, the mobs at the beginning had respawned, so the paladin was going to res us, but couldn't because the mobs were in the way. So the warlock runs into the instance, hop on, hops on his mount, and runs to the pool. He gathers all the mobs with one pool and runs off while the paladin reses himself and me. We get attacked by Hydro Mace, what's her face, and she's not moving. Well, by now the warlock died, and we have the entire instance aggroed on us. The paladin bubbles, but my feigned death gets resisted, so I die, and then the paladin does as well. We eventually get him down, and I get my carrot on a stick. Yay! So, shout out to Nightspawn the Warlock. Thank you for that crazy run through Zia. Now my story about the noob warrior, Stelmos. The problem was that Stelmos was two levels below everyone and four levels below me and my pet, but for some reason my pet became main tank for the Cathedral of Scarlet Monastery, with Stelmos, who for some reason could only attack one mob at a time. So we get to the cathedral with all the abbots and all that endless amounts of mana that heal each other and whatnot. So the warrior, after listening to us explain the fight, charges in aggroing pretty much everything in the room. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, wacky fun. (laughs) So naturally, we yell, run for your lives. I start running around, going through the fountain and running and jumping and running until I can feign death. And it turns out I'm the only one that survived when our mage reses and says, Hey, should I start sheeping? I look at him in disbelief and I say, You mean you're a mage? I thought you were a warlock or something with all the CC help you were. Anyway, we go. Again, this time only pulling one or two at a time. When our brilliant warrior runs up to the boss, aggroing everything again. This time we all run. Okay, now I'm getting the theme to I will survive stuck in my head. So I jump off the fountain thinking, ha, ah, those stupid NPCs will take their sweet time and go down the steps while I, while I make a run for it. Well, as I'm running out the door with maybe 200 health, the respawns start popping up and slash me to bits. So call out to the warrior for being a noob tank. And that's from Reshi Cage, level 46 orc hunter. Oh, well, man. Also, it says... <laughs> 
I have a huge, huge shout out to give to a guildie, Brown Wolf of the Servants of Twilight Guild. You are awesome. He ran me through Scarlet Monastery Graveyard, Regular, and Armory all in one night. So major kudos to Brown Wolf. Yeah, seriously, good stuff. Who's obviously not the noob tank who aggroed the cathedral. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I was a noob tank and did the uh, did cathedral. You the at least reason... listened, though. <laughs> yeah, the only reason we survived that was because you said, okay, shoot one thing. <laughs> Clear out the sides first. <laughs> God, it's... Yeah, it took us, God, what? Two hours? Just to, the, S, at, just to do monster? Yeah, yeah, at like, you know, 35 or 40 or whatever we were. Yeah, you, you very cautious. Cautious? Ooh, joycey. You very cautiously. Dolly, write a cream cheese. It's to die for. It's to die for. Oh my god. You should have seen all the paladins and all the all the monks who come running out and kick your ass. It's just terrible. So. <laughs> well, I don't think. You know what? I don't think I've ever heard you go that deep into that. That's that's pretty impressive. <laughs> I mean, ser I mean, seriously. Wow. Uh, it's the Joycey Troll. Troll. Ah, we get an email that says, Hello, Annie, Ed, and Big V. So there I was, waking up and getting sleep out of my eyes, when my brother said, Rage Lily, Rage Lily, you have to come see this. He was in Agamar's Hammer in Dragonblight. He went to the very top of the inn and showed me the little baby Tonka orphans. My reaction was, Oh my god, they are so cute. Aww. God, it just hurt me to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to go and, you know, eat a baby now or something. Oh, <laughs> okay, just a second. Center and go. I was just wondering if you'd seen them. If not, go see them. They're in tiny baskets wrapped in a blankie and they're just too cute. This is so painful to him to read, by uh. the way. God. This is so painful for him to read. Uh, gonna barf. Oh. <laughs> I have Throw not up seen into this. my mouth just a little bit. Ah, <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm I'm gonna cow up and finish. <sighs> oh yeah, Rage Lily is slowly leveling. Now she's level 71, and Satanica is level 72. For some reason, the Shadow Priest is a little bit of fun right now. For the Horde. For the horde. You made it. You made it through the cuteness. And Damn. by the way, I have not seen them, but now I have to. <laughs> I will have to go see them and take pictures and go all, because I have no doubt. I, I've talked about the level of cuteness out in Northern End, and it is everywhere. Okay, why the hell is it that all I'm doing is seeing the scary spider ditch? <laughs> I don't know. You haven't made it to the cute part yet. There's no cute in Warcraft. There's no cute in WoW. What is this? There's death and pestilence and disease. And cute itty baby Tonga orphans. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you. Yes. Now, thank you for making <laughs> Big B sick. And thank you so much for sending in your email. Thanks, Rachel. Lee. That's uh, um, that's good stuff. I'll I'll probably never see it, but hey, rock on and thanks for writing. <laughs> We get an email from Sajin on the Anvilmar server who writes, Greetings, Auntie Ed and 
Big V, whose name gets longer with each reading of emails. <laughs> Darn right it does. I'll tell you, it never has a more accurate statement been put forth. Yup, and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> My bank alt is quite the dedicated tune. She sits in Silvermoon all day and all night handling deposits auction house items, and the occasional loan to my main. Okay, maybe more than occasional, but I digress. But when I realized the Lunar Festival was coming up and booming, literally those fireworks are loud when using a headset, I thought to myself, my bank alt deserves a pretty new dress for all her hard work. So I tore her away from the auction house for an adventurous trip to the Undercity to first collect ancestral coins, being a level two, this was indeed a difficult venture. Oh, she died a few times getting to the now low-level friendly areas. Struggling to get back to Orgamar, a nice level 80 Death Knight Torrent on a magnificent mammoth, the ones that can seat three people, asked if I needed a ride. A ray of hope shined down on my poor, weary bank alt. Truly, this was her night in shining, er, dark armor. Once safely set in front of the bank, I bid him thanks and farewell. Though this wasn't a tale of dragons slain or allies crushed, I still thought it is the best story to tell. Who needs a white horse when a furry mammoth is ten times better? Many thanks to Far, a level 80 death knight from the Forgotten Soldiers Guild. Oh, one last thing. When I arrived in Orgamar, feeling the effects of happiness and goodwill, I was then harassed by a gold beggar. Pure be blood, a level 25 blood elf from the Rage of Horde Guild. Thank you so much for ruining my feel-good moment. And that is from Seijen, again, of the Anvilmar server. And that is an awesome story. That is just coolness. That's just, that is awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, you know what? Lunar Festival is actually one of my favorite uh, holidays in game. I mean, I, I totally missed it this year, but it was the first actual holiday that I really was smart enough to get into when I first started playing. And I remember corpse dragging myself. I ran my I ran my main naked through like my little level twenty, I guess, through like blasted lands. Everything, just trying to uh, find the ancestors. No, I died a whole whole lot, but yeah, you know, that was always my it was always my favorite. And, you know, I got the festive pants suit and you know all that. But that is just awesome. They gave you a lift, which is a very cool thing. And man, those mammoths are not cheap. So that was just cool. He offered you a ride. And I'm yeah. sorry that you had a gold beggar ruin it, but don't let them ruin it. Yeah, gold beggars yeah. suck. They do. Don't let them ruin it because they'll just suck the life out of you. They will. <laughs> thank you, bastards. Thank you very much for sending in that great story. That is awesome. All right, so we get an email from Varleg, or Bandel, who writes in and says, Hey, I have a big shout-out for Brick of the Off the Air Guild on the Medoran server. He was kind enough to give four bags and three gold to my new character, Varleg. I appreciate it. Also, I'd like to say that I'm really glad to be back on the Medoran server with everyone. I've got a... Woohoo! I've got a huge shout out to Zathras. He helped me figure out Quest Helper. I appreciate that a lot. Second, I finally found an annoying horde. His name is Doc Holiday on the Medoran server. Okay, now that's just unfortunate because Doc Holiday was just cool. There was no two ways about it. And if you haven't seen Tombstone, you need to. You'll see how cool he is. <laughs> Doc Holiday rules even though he was a dentist. 
Anyway, he challenged me to a duel, but I declined, as I wanted to finish some quests. After declining, he immediately challenged me again. I declined. Then he did it again. I declined and told him that if I wanted to fight, I'd go into a PvP realm. Well, apparently that wasn't enough for him, so he challenged me a fourth time. The process repeats a few more times, and then I just ignored the challenge and walked out of town. Undercover Alliance? Perhaps. Total Jerk? Definitely. For the Horde, Varlek. Well, very nice shout-out. Thank you. Yeah, good much. stuff, man. Um, and hey, welcome back to Medoran. Welcome back. Yes, I, I actually uh, caught a glimpse of you in-game, so it was very nice to see you again. But yet, you know what? Speaking, uh, I know Quest Helper is... I love Quest Helper. Um, I, I, I don't have many mods. That is one I do have. I got turned on to Quest Helper, and it's like, oh, no, no don't ever take this away from me. <laughs> it's great. But there's actually, uh, Grandmaster Z mentioned this um, a couple shows back. It's called, I believe, Automatic Goblin Therapist. Look it up. Uh, it's called Automated Goblin Therapist. And what it is, it's a mod. And when you have somebody like that doing the repetitive dual challenge or gold begging or something, you can put, you, you essentially let a bot, let the goblin therapist talk to this person on your behalf. So it's essentially a bot that does the talking for you, and this bot will say very outrageous things from what I am told. Now, of course, since I have installed this mod, I have not had a chance to use it. So I don't know exactly what it says, but I've heard it annoys the epileptic crap out of people because they don't realize they're talking to a bot. They think they're talking to you, which is cool. Hmm. So check it out, um, Automatic Goblin Therapist. It doesn't take up a lot of memory from what I remember, so it's not like a really big mod. But definitely check it out, and uh, it will solve this problem so you don't have to deal with it. Because these people can be really... You know, or if you don't want to get the mod, if you're just not a mod person, I leave it up. I leave the request up, you know. Some of us has challenged you to a duel, except decline. Neither. <laughs> I just leave it up until it times out or whatever. It's like there. Now you're stuck in a holding pattern. Yeah, exactly. Ha 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 ha. And those guys that those guys that do the repetitive duel thing, I mean, they're tenacious as you know, snot in December. It's horrible. <laughs> but great shout outs from you, and thank you very much for writing in. Welcome back. We get an email from Dormido, who says, "Hi, Eniet. Kind of been a while, but been sick for a few weeks. Got the flu, then turned worse. Anyways, just finished listening to the previous podcast, and big v V's part was um, how can I say this?" Interesting. Nothing really new been happening right now. I'm doing the achievements for the Lunar Festival, and I'm a bit disappointed that you had to be level 80 in order to get the title for it. For example, the one you need from Gundrak is on Heroic only, so that means my alt won't make this one. Um, let's see. We finally killed Malagos, and I am now Dormido, Champion of the Frozen Wastes, after getting the other achievements from the Heroics and killing Kel'Thuzad and Nax. And other things, I haven't made a death night yet. They don't really catch my attention for some reason. Maybe you guys can tell me something about them. Also, when you talked about me getting the Rivendale mount in Strath, well, it was actually a bit hard at 70 because some mobs use silence and still hit me. So it was at 5-10 seconds of me meleeing them as a warlock. Oh, and I forgot to tell you that I got the Black Bear mount that you get from killing the leaders of the Alliance. Wow, that was a fun day. We did it as a guild, and it was fun as hell. Two officers and me hid on the tram in Stormwind and began to summon Kiltis until we got the full 40-man raid. We killed the Stormwind leader very quick with very little resistance. Then we headed to Ironforge where we got a bit of alliance, but we killed them. 
and we lost a few guildies there. Then we went to see the Night Elf City, and Tyrandy was done, and the last one was the Draenei Leader, but we didn't even see a single alliance there. I guess it's a lot like Silvermoon City. Nobody cares if those cities are under attack since the Horde are always in Argamar and now in Dalaran. Anyway, I hope you guys are having a good time with all this crazy achievement. List as I am. Dormido, Rex RL for the Horde. Cool. Cool. Sorry you've been sick, but it sounds like you're yeah. making good use of your sick time. Exactly. <laughs> if you're going to be sick, you might as well do achievements and kill Lions leaders and absolutely... Yeah, and you know, that's that's always the achievement that I thought would just be totally impossible to get. It'd be nice to give it a shot. That's really pretty uh, pretty ingenious way. Uh, get in the tram and start summoning. That's, that's good awesome. stuff. That, that's, that's ingenuity. Yeah, it is. Now, the that's question awesome. is, were you doing it on the tram, though, as you're going like back and forth? <laughs> Probably. I could just imagine 40 people like on one of those little squares. Be, oh, like, yeah. Fitting people on a phone booth. Exactly. <laughs> Arms and legs popping out of the tram as it goes by. You know? Exactly. <laughs> but that is awesome. So good for cool. you. Yeah, good stuff. All right, so we get an email from uh, Hadishavi or Kragul who says, Dear Annie Ed, an extremely humongous, gigantic, oversized, big, I've run into the rarest species of Azerothian man, a friendly gnome. I was out killing things as my troll death knight, Krygul, and Outland. And just an aside, aren't the troll death knights just the coolest looking things you've ever seen in your entire life? Man. Anyway, I was completely uh, obliterating the bone chewers and hellbores when I pull one too many. Yeah, that ain't hard to do. I'm casting all of my defensive buffs because I'm frost spec. I realize unholy is the best, but I'm dealing massive damage in AoEs and I love it. Um, so I'm casting Lichborn, Unbreakable Armor, Mind Freeze, Chains of Ice, Summon Ghoul. All of a sudden, a level 60 Gnome Madge. At first, I thought I was going to get a fireball to the butt for some strange reason. My flag wasn't up. But instead, the bone chewer that was chewing on my undead bones, because of Lichborn, got a fireball to the ass pipe. I turned around to see that he was apologizing for stealing my kill, but I bow back to show that he saved my butt. Didn't catch his name, but he was the best gnome I've ever run into. Ever! That's saying a lot, considering everyone I've run into has stuck a dagger up my butt, kicked me in the crotch, sapped a hole in my head, and humped my corpse to keep me away from it. And those are only the rogues! Sincerely, <laughs> Harashavi or Krogu. Very nice. Well, okay, there's one. Okay. And the Out of a game of, of 10 million people, we have one decent gnome player. <laughs> well, all we need is one to start that's, with. That's true. You just need one. But very nice. Very cool. It, it's kind of nice to hear about that. Yeah. Thank you very much for sending that in. Yeah, cool. We get an email from Was on Spinebreaker EU server who writes, Hello. <laughs> I just want to make a huge shout out to my guild, Meatball of War. Alright, that is an awesome name. That's just cool. <laughs> that is an awesome <laughs> name of our guild. That is great. Yeah. <laughs> they are just fantastic, and they really remind me of your lovely guild, where you do all the fun and just chill. I got an alley story here, drums. When I was on my alt, that is a level 33 Blood Up Paladin in Arathi Highlands, minding my own business, and then I get one-shotted and just thought, oh my god, and turn around. There is a double question mark, Night Elf Hunter, with 80 epics, the best epic set, and he just laughed and shadow melded. Then he corpse camped me for about a damn hour. A whole 
explicit illicit hour. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just got so angry, I logged and watched some TV, and I couldn't run to Hammerball because I was so far away from it, it wasn't funny. Well, I'm a pally, and I really don't want to pay a huge stack of my beloved gold just to a damn night elf, so I just slap him before I die the last time before I log. This is Was of the Spinebreaker EU, and I'm from Sweden. And one more shout out to you and your staff for making this lovely radio. And every time I log in on WoW for leveling or just being a bit bored, I listen to your podcast and I finally got my epic flying plus Ani Nether Drake cheer. So, grats to you and Big B for making this. And don't kill the bunnies, kill the cows. Bye and cheer from Sweden. Rock on for you. Oh, yeah. You know what? I want to read that again. If you must. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'll give you I'll give you that one. You know what that was that was the coolest email, man. Right up until the point where you said kill the cows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Alright. You know what? I'll I'll cow up. I'll take that. You'll okay. take that. I'll okay. take it. Alright, that's good. But I am sorry you got corpse camped. I hate when that happens. I'm like, don't you you're level eighty. Don't you have something better to do? Yeah, I've never understood the whole corpse camp thing. No. And I mean, I've never really understood PvP. Um, and you know, for one thing, never good at it. I think you know we've covered that. But I've never just gotten the continual harassment of it. I yeah. mean, sure. I mean, it's. I mean, if you want the real game, I mean, if you want to, you know, go all hardcore, you could be, you know, a role-playing PvP guy and just, ah, there's the enemy, we must kill them now, swag, 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 and be done with it. But I'll tell you, I've I got more things to do than that than corpse camping somebody. Well, hell, I could be leveling. I can be getting some loot now. And now at 80, I mean, there's nothing but tons of these uh, daily rep quests you're doing, you know, over and over. And and probably tons of quests you haven't done, period. Because there's a lot in Northern to cover. And that all translates to cash. But apparently this person has far too freaking much time on their hands. God. Ah, they're probably cutting school. Yeah, probably. But sorry you ran into that. But... Thank you very much, though, for writing in, and thank you very much for listening. Yeah, thanks, man. If I knew how to say anything in Swedish, I would, but I got nothing. <laughs> so, <laughs> but thanks for writing but in. thank you. <laughs> and our last email comes from Lucky Memo of Hal Marouche, or Jay-Z Jenkins of Burning Blade, who writes in and says, Hey, Annie Ed, and biggest, most awesome bunny-killing king, Big V. Oh, God. Not only is it bold, it's underlined. <laughs> Indeed. It's me, Lucky Memo again. This time, I have only one shout-out in the story. My shout-out's to my guild master, uh, Axe Justice of Burning Blade for dinging 80. Yay, Axe. Now, time for the story. So there I was in my favorite place in the game, that livestock pavilion called Thunder Bluff. I'm liking this email already. I was just sitting there on my pallet and eating my turkey sandwich and checking my auctions when I get a tell asking me how many people are in my guild. So my first thought is, oh, this guy's going to mock me and my guild for being on the small side and being noobs and uh, join a real guild, considering that 60% of the guild is alts and another 10% is inactive slash quit, but I don't really care about that stuff, so I just told him 142. With this, this is how he spelled it. You can't see it, but... It, it's really, you know, it's like there was a shortage of vowels that day. <laughs> I think you do really have to spell that out. 
Yeah. Give the full version. Yeah, to, of okay, it. to get this, okay, it's W H T S I N G B, which is loosely translated to to. Excuse me, Jay-Z Jenkins, most awesome tank in an ever alive, but what's in your guild bank? At that moment, a huge red flag went over my head, or more accurately, the giant exclamation point that appears over enemies' heads in Metal Gear Solid went off. I thought to myself, hmm, if he's asking about my guild bank, he may be a ninja, but I'm not that kind of person. I'm not going to judge him like this. So, I simply tell him, materials for different professions and a few green and a few greens and gems he replies with can everyone use it yet again a red flag and i told him yes then he asked for an invite before i invite him i ask why he's leaving the guild he was currently in because he's already in one okay then he spells it like this <laughs> letter o and then i z c u z v P-P-L, there, W-E-R-N-T-R-L-Y, helpful, translates into, oh, the people there weren't really that helpful. Yeah, that part I can understand because that's what guilds are for, meeting, meeting helpful people you like to play with. But then he goes on to say, they wouldn't run me through stuff and the GB didn't have expensive stuff in it. At this point, I knew he was going to take some stuff, so what I did was very politely tell him that we're not accepting members. At this point in time, he decides to curse me out, and my response to his string of badly spelled and grammatically incorrect string of profanities, you know what, dude? Go eat a ham sandwich, you ass pop. Then I put him on ignore. So I like to call out this person. Call out. His name is... Oh, the hell? How do you say that? <laughs> um, e, e comes do e k o m s d e e w, which backwards is weed e. smoke. Okay, so not only <laughs> okay. Um, so do we need to ask him what a pineapple is? I think so. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what it was with the pineapple, but I remember that we had a big laugh about it at some point. But anyway. Because they were arguing what a pineapple was, yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, yeah, his name is Ecomsdew, who is currently guildless for being an attempted guild bank ninja and an ass pipe in general. I know that was a long story, but thanks for listening. Keep making the show so great, and we'll keep listening. Love, Linky Memo of Halmarush, or Jay-Z Jenkins of Burning Blade. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for uh, writing that in, man. That's uh, that's uh, cool stuff. And also, you know, you get style points for you know your clever use of the word ass pipe. Ass pipe. And telling him to go eat a ham sandwich. Absolutely. Exactly. I mean, yeah, go eat a ham sandwich. There go we eat go. Eat a ham sandwich, you ass pipe, and put him on ignore. All right. Yeah, cool. you got. Yeah, you were very wise to have the red flags going up with this guy. Yeah. Oh see? yeah. So, you mean did did the horn just go ooga ooga? <laughs> you know, I mean, did that go off? Cause yeah, I don't have a whole lot of patience with people who can't spell. I mean, there's. I mean, doing it in elites one thing. I mean, and that's equally as annoying. And I've, I actually slipped into some lead at one point, and I got called on it, um, which, <laughs> trust me, that hurt. Um, but if you can't spell, just God. Go read Doctor Seuss. Go read Doctor Seuss. Yeah, seriously. You know, Dick, Jane, and Sally. Doctor Seuss. Whatever. Um, but you know, don't just don't speak. <laughs> just don't. And if you can keep from breathing, 
then try to stop that too. <laughs> Who's got enough morons in this game? Seriously? But thank you for sending in that tale. And yes, be warned. That's right. <laughs> to, to those, be warned that there is this ass pipe lurking around. Ass pipe! Ass pipe on Burning Blade lurking around. Ass pipe, ass pipe, ass And thank you for sending that in. Yeah, thanks. Good stuff, man. And uh, good emails. Good emails. Thank you all around for everyone for writing in for this show and for calling in. Yeah, thanks. And that will bring us to the end of another For the Horde Radio. If you would like to write in, please do. Our email address is fthradio at gmail.com. Biggestv at gmail.com. N underscore P-R-O-U-T-E-N at hotmail.com. And Grandmaster Z at gmx.com. Call in line 206-888-3130. And I ain't giving you the, the website address because nobody checks out the website anyway. Okay, fine. That's www.forthehorderadio.com. Thank you very, very much for listening, downloading and listening to episode 30 of this show. Huge thanks again to Precaution of the Imaginary Vultures Guild for taking the time to chat with us. And we are going to close out the show in a special, special way. Because as you may remember, Big V mentioned playing Warcraft 3 earlier in view. And I made mention of the fun little sayings that the Torrens say. And couldn't remember any off the, off the cuff there. So, the type of person I am. I went in and I got him some sound. Because so, I know he won't play it. You know it, I know it, he won't play it. No, he won't. No. So I went in and I got some sounds. So we will close out the show with these fabulous sayings because we will return in another three weeks for a... My hoof and your ass have an appointment. Sorry. Fear my moo of fury. Episode of... Sorry. Okay. I got that out of my system now. I'm good. Go for it. Thank you. (laughs) I recently got my riding rider's right. Let me do that one more time. There, me and my girlfriend, we we actually cuddle and listen to For the Horde Radio. Oh. And that would be Aquinane? Yeah, that would be the the torn druid who is whatever level now. She's trying. Now, now. I'm going to get my ass kicked later. Yes, you are. <laughs> I've run into the rare species of others. Yes, you make your brain. Get back to this. Melissa. Yes. Awesome gear. So, so, this part of my French. Um, Wait for it. Wait for it. Bueller. 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 Okay, there we go. And so... Yeah.
What are you tap dancing on your mic over there? Sorry, I had to move. I had to move it up. <laughs> I'm like, da, 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 yeah, da, 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 yeah. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah, we're lasering. Sure, we're doing great. Yeah. I remember that from last show. I, I remember hearing a, an Australian voice, and I went, Wait a sec, that's not Big V. You, I you, was shocked. You were shocked? All of a sudden, it was like, it was Big V the entire show, and then the one Australian guy. That threw me off. <laughs> that threw you off. <laughs> that threw me off. I thought it was, I was sure it was Big V the entire time. You can hear me now? Yes, I can. Okay. What the heck was that about? I don't know. This is the blog that just doesn't want to get recorded, I swear to God. <laughs> this is the blog that never ends. Yes, yes it, it goes, goes on and on, on my friend. <laughs> he started recording and not knowing what it was, and he'll keep recording forever, just, and he hates it just because it is the blog that never ends. <laughs> And from that, we go into the... Say it. No. No, because you you want bunnies killed. So Say no. it. No, no. No killing of the bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There we go. Okay. There All we right. go. All right. <laughs> Just running outtake gag we have. Uh... <laughs> we can like, keep this going. Coming to you from the back room of a tavern deep inside the mountain city known as Iron Forge, it's View from the Ground with your host, A.D.